4: I know, Clip, people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy
0: dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here
1: is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock.
4: Welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here in the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM. In Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250 and 930, and we are online, pr927fm.com, so you can hear us from anywhere in the world. Also, we are on Facebook Live and YouTube. We want you to be a part of the conversation today, all of the fallout from ECU men's and women's basketball over the weekend, and, of course, Super Wild Card Weekend, which rolls on, on this monday two games coming up today uh that is exciting we've got bucks and eagles tonight before that steelers and bills so we'll be watching some live nfl uh coming up on today's show as jamie points out jason nichols nfl watch along uh should be fun yeah we'll be watching some uh playoffs with jay nick in our number three of the show shirley rhodes is here a-Harp, Alex Harper handling the video production today. The big dog Glenn Griffin and the Man of Chan. Chandler Honeycutt is to my left. How's
0: everybody doing? Clipper. Happy Monday, buddy.
4: Thank you. you MF.
0: Yes, sir. Ready to watch some football here during Piratey Live. Indeed,
4: indeed. All right, so we'll start with ECU. But I really got a lot to say about yesterday's playoff games yeah one of the greatest days in nfl playoff history yeah uh, just two great games two games that kept you locked in the entire time
0: yes sir how but, was your itinerary on saturday did it go smooth uh,
4: yeah so tweeted out uh last week let me find the tweet because that, that's exactly where i want to start sean well done uh that's saturday we're gonna have a lot of great sports days this year yeah But Saturday had potential to be uh, the best sports day of the year so far. We're still in early to mid January, mid January at this point.
0: We've had your lock of the year and the best sports day of the year. Lock of the year. January?
4: Rutgers. Well, again, the best sports day of the year so far. Keywords being so far. So far. Yeah. Lock of the year, Rutgers over Indiana hit. So, I don't have to give out another lock of the year for another year. i right. good on that. Best sports day of the year, Saturday. I had my itinerary, 4 o'clock. ECU looks for third straight win and a big one in Menjis. That did not go well. X. Uh, 615 hit the sports bar for second half of Browns-Texans. Instead boy how about this too am I a true pirate that is the earliest I think I've ever left a basketball game
0: I went somewhere I want to say it was during the no quarter uh, uh, part of the of the show or the game and I came back upstairs and I was like where'd clip go and you left
4: I was gone I heard no quarter on the radio Um, and usually I will stick around because the pirates make a run they always make a run I almost tweeted out. I had this thought. Sometimes I tweet out my thoughts. This time I kept it to myself. Um, on Friday night, that East Carolina. Every time I walk into Minji's, I expect East Carolina to get down eight to ten to twelve points and then make a rally. Yeah. And I was gonna. I was thinking to myself, this is not one of those games where they can do that because SMU is too good. Well, they got down by that deficit, and again, a lot of times if we're playing Tulsa or UAB or a non-conference opponent. I'm just, I'm like sitting back cross-armed, leg on the seat in front of me, like alright, enjoy it now, guys because the Pirates are about to make a rally. Because they're about to make a patented second half Minji's Coliseum run. And it's going to be fun. I love a good comeback. Um, I knew that was not going to happen against SMU because they were too good. You, you get down, it's like playing a good football team, you get down by 10, it feels like you're actually down by 24. You know what I mean? And that's how it felt with SMU. I just knew that they were not going to be able to get back in that game. And I I had my daughter with me, and I was just ready to go watch football. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. Just be honest with me. Because it was a close game. So I get the directive uh, from Lily on the way home that we have to stop at Coles so she can pick up something. Sephora. Can you stop at Coles? Anybody know what Sephora is? So some kind of something some girl stuff so we do that we pick up dinner by the time i get to the chair ready to watch some football joe Flacco has thrown two straight pick sixes (laughs) and the damn game's over so i'm like all right you get beat down in Minji's. didn't get to watch a great playoff game but we still got chiefs dolphins day's not over with this is gonna be this is gonna be a thriller this is gonna be an all-timer And it was pretty boring. Kansas City dominated, could have dominated more. I always felt like they were up more, but they kept they settled for some field goals, some short field goals. But that was a dud as well. Throw into that the ECU women getting blasted. Yeah, what happened to them? I don't know. Injuries catch up with them. So my so-called best uh, sports day of the year so far on Saturday. Was a complete disaster. Awful sports day.
0: I was gonna ask, do you still see it as a great sports day even though the results were not there on you know with EC basketball? Answer
4: your own question. No. No, of course not. It was a bad day. But Sunday was much better. Was it? <laughs> much, much better.
0: Did you stay at the house all day? Uh yes. All day. Would you rather when it comes to a sports day, would you rather just be in the comfort of your home own home the whole day? Or would you like to go out and do different things like you did on Saturday? Um
4: it's changed <coughs> over the years. I mean I'm not gonna miss a, a good you know, big matchup in Minji's. I wanna be there. Yeah. Uh but I used to watch I don't know, I, uh, me, me, me trying to think of red uh redskins playoff games because i've i've kind of split them i've watched some out in public i've watched some in private private but know
0: one that we watch right here
4: watch one here right at this uh very table but uh yeah the older i get the more i like to be in the comfort of my my own surroundings yeah although what do the kids call it fomo or whatever FOMO, fear of missing out. Um. So, I didn't text Mully, the Packers fan, for almost the entire game because, God forbid, I'm the one that jinx that. And, uh, and not only would that mean the Cowboys win, but also Mully was going to be mad at me forever. Yeah. And how many times have we had scenarios where Mully's been upset with me? This happened <laughs> many times over the yeah. years. So, I have to treat him with kid gloves. But it was late third early fourth whatever i finally said man this is something else and then boom he calls me and he's like hey ball watch watch first half at tv's it was it was a slew of cowboys fans in their jerseys i'm sure being loud there were very few packers jerseys but he said there was a few in there and then the entire rest of the restaurant rooting against dallas Right, so it was a, an atmosphere. He said, "Man, I, I I went ahead and got out of there. I felt like it could turn ugly." <laughs> hey, you get all those dumb cowboy fans together.
0: I think of Brian Smith every time like, when we go to Sunday on the TV's. He said "Win a playoff game." <laughs> he does yell at the Cowboys Win a playoff fans. game, week one. He's like, <laughs> they're in there just shouting and cheering. Win a playoff game. Um, they didn't last night. Holy moly.
4: And then uh, Mully sees our, our next guest on the show walk out with his head down, Brian Bailey. Didn't wave, didn't turn, didn't talk to nobody. Just walked out of the restaurant Got the out of there. And I got to thinking, Chandler, we posed the question, would you yeah. rather get a top five pick <laughs> or lose in the first round of the playoffs?
0: I'm sticking with my answer.
4: I was kind of looking at it from a barely sneak in, wild card situation like the or, like, winning a bad division like Tampa tonight, or like the Texans, or even the Browns, although the Browns were pretty good. So I was like, man, I want to make the playoffs. I want to get in. Uh, but good grief. Uh,
5: playoffs? Yes. What are you about playoffs? Yes, Jim. You kidding me? Playoffs. Playoffs?
4: But yesterday, just sitting back, like I had a grin. You ever like can't control your facial expression? Yeah, yeah like I had a grin I even went to the grocery store I was listening to the game on pirate radio driving down the road looking like a maniac like just grinning like I couldn't stop grinning
0: it was so you're in the the grocery store looking at things on the the shelves like
4: (laughs) it was so funny and fun and I just could not I'm grinning right now every time I think about it I'm grinning
5: so much was expected of this team, and they have delivered so little. You were high on the Cowboys, had them going to the Super Bowl, had them in the playoffs. Uh, are they done?
4: The funny thing is that's from probably like decades ago. That is not new. Um, I'm not dumb like some Cowboy fans. That is true, Brian. You aren't. So I'm getting all these texts like my team just won a playoff game. <laughs> yes. But instead, it's the Cowboys. Congratulations. Lisa. My dad texted and said something to the effect of, he said, uh, too early to say, but is this better than the skins winning? And the answer is no. (laughs) But it, it hits the same notes, you know? You get the same joy. Yeah. So it's no, it's not better than my team winning, but it's a close second.
0: And I mean, you were able to enjoy that the whole game. Because from the get go, from the get, from the get, that wasn't a football game. I that heard, was a bloodbath. As soon as the ball was kicked off,
4: I hadn't heard from Tony Castleberry in years, and he said, "Remember when I said on your radio show a hundred years ago that I enjoyed watching blowouts? This is what I meant." <laughs> like, I was just getting texts from all the family, friends, people I hadn't <laughs> talked to in forever. Yeah. We just had a good old Sunday celebrating the ass-kicking that happened in Jerry World.
1: How about them,
0: Cowboys? <laughs> to a team that isn't really that good.
4: They're not that good. I was thinking about that during the game. I was like, the Packers are not this good. They're not this good offensively, but they've shown signs. They're definitely not this good defensively.
0: Two pick sixes? Was it two? I saw two.
4: Okay. You've got a team in Dallas that's scoring like 30 upper 30s at home every uh, game and just could not get nothing. That they got, well, not lucky, but they got a touchdown at the end of the first half that kind of gave them some life. But yeah, that thing was over, man.
6: We're going to
0: start forever, man.
4: Forever. As of this time, three twelve in the afternoon in the PM, uh, Mike McCarthy, still the head coach.
0: Randolph in the chat says, Cowboys was exposed as the team that I thought they were, Busters.
4: Uh, Randolph, we were talking about you earlier today. And saying, uh, because you're a Cowboys fan, but also you are a Dak hater. Yes. Daks, as you call them.
0: I mean, and he's just he's really hard on the Cowboys. Dax, like other Cowboys fans.
4: Dax threw another pick recovered by the Packers.
0: By the Packers.
4: Uh sorry, Randolph. I'm not really sorry. I don't care. I hate Dallas. I hope they lose every damn game. And but why why are we giving all this attention to doubt? Dal- this is Pirate Radio. This is let's talk about ECU. No, Dallas is America's team. That's folks. America's team, baby. They are what happens to Dallas happens to us as Americans are you proud to be an American today after what you saw from your team yesterday does that make you proud Lee Greenwood to watch America's team go out there and lose like that I'm ashamed to be an American yeah. today I
2: am ashamed Mike Houston is a Dallas Cowboys big fan. Cowboys yeah. fan. so this does have to do with ECU sports there you go there you go
4: How's everybody doing, Mike?
2: How's everybody doing? America's
4: team. What is the opposite of a glory hole? Mm, I don't know. You you don't know? I have. You've no never idea. come across one? No, I haven't. Oh, Jerry, and his glory hole. I what? want me some glory hole. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, sir. Ahí estaba en el centro. de Gloria. de Gloria.
0: And like the Cowboys have been great at home, they can't lose at home. And not only did they lose yesterday, they got killed. Did you see those
4: morons sprinting when the doors opened yesterday?
0: How many times has that happen? I feel like I've seen It's like deja vu every time I see that video. Hurry, hurry. Come on. We got to see wait, our wait, team. Wait, we get we our ass kicked. Yeah.
4: Hurry. If we don't get there in
0: time, the, the Packers might be up 34 to nothing. We're going to miss another pick six. You hey, I need, I need to go to the bathroom. You don't want to miss this. Oh, Seriously, i got to shut up. Disgusting.
5: and and that kind of thing (laughs) Brian
4: Bailey will join us in a moment Uh, let's hear from a Cowboys fan Kenny Curlings I felt like a Panthers fan yesterday disgusted
0: don't bring us into this well guess what buddy we did better against the Packers than y'all did you are terrible
4: he said ass kicking losing the first round we are really good at that here we go right out of the playoffs with a butt kicking
1: you cannot lose games in the NFL and still win and that is true
4: Trent Dilfer is all over it and I don't know why Dallas didn't think about that hell you had old Jimmy Johnson giving you a pep talk good gosh he was mad from the studio what do you think Fat Mike was telling the guys in the locker room hey guys I got a few extra marshmallows anybody want one
5: y'all put some ranch on it
4: dumb oh man what an organization. America's team, the star baby.
1: Incredible respect, incredible
4: respect. Incredible respect to Mike McCarthy. How about them boys? We did boys. I want me some glory hole. I want me some glory hole. I want me some glory hole. Let Dallas I want back me some in. I want to see them get their ass kicked again. And there it was. Put them back in the playoffs. Please. I want to see him lose again to the Lions. I want to see him lose to the Niners. A burgly a burgley. That wasn't burglary. enough for me. I need some more. Oh, Mike! Look at him! Look at this guy,
0: bumbling idiot!
4: Look at this guy! What a team! America's team. Zier. America! How about them Cowboys? How many uh, playoff wins did Dallas have this year? Zero. 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 How many did the Panthers have? Zero. Zero. How many did Washington have? Zero. How many did Dallas have? Zero. Zero. Sorry, Shirley. How many did the Dolphins have? (laughs) Zero. Just a bunch of Zero.
0: Straight bullet.
4: Uh, Yeah, Johnny said, uh, can we get a Saturday night recap from Shirley later? I didn't even. Uh, Sausage. (laughs) you had a sausage party the other night? Um, Yeah, I didn't even talk to Shirley about that.
7: What did I tell you when you did the vibe check? I know. What did I tell you? 4.8. I I was at a 4.8.
4: And you said if they lost, there was no, like, hey, good year. It was...
7: I was angry because we had an opportunity to play at home. Opportunity. Opportunity. Um, We had an opportunity to play at home. And you blew it. That makes three straight losses, if you think about it, because we lost to the Ravens. The week before, then we lost to uh, the Bills Bills with an opportunity, opportunity. as I said, to play at home in our first game in the playoffs. Then we had to go to Kansas City where, I mean, the the weather was just ridiculous. And, you know, throw that in with all of a sudden Kansas City's receivers can catch the ball. Uh, You know, Patrick Mahomes' helmet cracks in the game. And then we've got a decimated defensive unit, and it was just a recipe for disaster, and that's exactly what we got.
0: Johnny was actually referring to the micro-wrestling, but you did not go. Oh.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. I did not go. Oh, right. That's correct.
4: Uh, Billy Weaver went. We could probably get him on the phone.
7: Well, I got a text, and it was funny because uh, there are, I know two Chad Moores. And uh, I I got a text. I was actually I think it was right before the game kicked off Saturday night. And I get a text and they said, "Hey, are you here?" Now, my buddy Chad. I was had I had agreed to have dinner with him and his wife at one point, but I thought, "Oh no, did I forget? Was that tonight?" And I said, "I'm sorry. Did I forget dinner?" And he said, "No, I'm at the Micro Wrestling event. Where are you in the building?" and i said oh sorry uh my nephew kind <clears> of <throat> you know decided he'd rather own a motorcycle than buy tickets so uh, i you know wasn't gonna go and he was like well you're missing out weaver's here everybody's here everybody's and I'm like, here yeah so um so unfortunately and apparently i missed out on a good time but uh and i was kind of disappointed but at the same time uh the way my day turned out on saturday it actually worked out that i did not go
4: i tell you what a lot of people i follow on social media went we yeah, said it was a blast. It was,
7: yeah that's what i was uh hearing is that it was uh quite entertaining so and maybe you know they are doing a series a reality show series on on micro wrestling i wonder if that will pop up at some point
4: do they have cameras and stuff there
7: I, I saw a camera a ringside but i don't know if that was for just that event or if they were actually getting footage for the show
4: Oh, man. Shirley Low said Chad Moore isn't her buddy, but Chad Moore is.
7: I didn't say that. I know two Chad Moores. One I know a little bit better than the other. That's all.
4: Um, one I grew
7: up with. One I didn't. Eric about that?
4: said uh, he heard micro wrestling was good, but fell a little short from being great. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Oh, yeah.
7: <laughs> that was terrible.
0: Molly had the joke of the year last, last week. Yeah,
7: yeah, it's, that's reaching for it, by the way. Huh?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You getting in on it? <laughs> uh.
7: That was reaching for a punchline.
4: Cowboys lose, folks. By the way, hey. I've got a lot of by the ways. I've got a lot of speaking ofs. All right, speaking of Steve. Steve said uh, he may have a venue for us for our basketball game. Oh, okay. Uh, good news, indoor gym. All right. Bad news. I've scored twenty-eight points in a game in that building. Oh my gosh! Temple oh. Temple Church. I've had some big-time church league moments uh, going back twenty-plus years in that building so
7: so wait a minute wait a minute okay so it's gonna be you two guys going at each other in basketball is that right?
4: yeah one on one
7: what's the line can I do like a three point contest and get in on this
4: you can do whatever you want to
7: I mean I don't think I should play against you guys but
4: I would love to just have a three point contest but we somehow we can do both why not both
7: I was gonna say can't we do both
4: yeah even um, though I
7: haven't picked up a basketball in years. Nah, I used to be able to rain threes all day.
4: Other than my shooting exhibition I put on social media from Thanksgiving, I have not shot a basketball in years. Uh, but we may be able to get in there and
0: and play our game. Sweet. Okay. Steve. All right, we got to take a break. Yep. Hey, don't micromanage.
7: I, I'm just saying, we got to take a break.
0: Oh, I know. I actually was going to use the micromanage joke earlier, but you went on to something
7: else. I was going to say, <laughs> oh, I, don't mean I just to, got it. I don't mean to
0: micromanage, but we need to take a break.
4: All right. If you're just tuning in, the Dallas Cowboys got their ass kicked on Sunday.
7: And it was glorious.
4: The Green Bay Packers.
7: I don't know where they came from, but boy, howdy, that was fun to watch.
4: The boys from the Bay. Coming up today.
7: That Lions-Rams game was fun to watch,
4: though. Great game.
7: That was a great game. I never even
4: got to that. Also, we are going to be giving away two basketball tickets for Wednesday night and lunch for two at Tiebreakers. We got two winners. And all you got to do is tell us how many points total will be scored in the Steelers-Bills game by the time we go off the air today. So kickoff is going to be at 430. 430. How many points, total points will be scored between the Bills and the Steelers by the time we get off the air at 6 o'clock? Put your uh, number in the YouTube chat, the Facebook chat. Hit us up on X and let us know how many points will be scored in the Steelers-Bills game combined at 6 o'clock, by 6 o'clock, the end of our show. Winner gets two tickets uh, we're, getting, we're doing two winners. So if you win, you get two tickets to ECU North Texas Wednesday night and also lunch for two at Tiebreakers. All right, we'll take a break. Chad is first in at 17. Get your numbers in. Back with you after this.
1: To hour one of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. Twenty one and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. You can stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich with chips, or everyone's favorite, the fried shrimp plate. After work, Down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio. Join Down on Main every Wednesday for half-price swings for 4 p.m. to close. Down on Main Street, on Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All
4: right. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live. I know this song for one reason and one reason only. It was on the video game I probably played more than any other in my life. NCAA... 06. The Clash, Train in Vain.
7: Better known as Stand By Me. Stand
4: By Me. That was a great soundtrack. Bad Religion at Atomic Garden. De La Soul, Me, Myself, and I. Ooh,
2: good one. Guided by Voices,
4: Teenage FBI. That was a great song. Oh. Um, The Pixies with The Baser i gotta go listen to some of these songs again ned's atomic dustbin kill your television that was a great one the mr t experience more than toast
7: oh my god speaking of mr t i was uh flipping through i pity s- all the
4: cowboy foods. yeah
7: i pity all the- uh did you know that mr t did a song about his mom Uh, I stumbled across the video. It's really bad.
4: Did he make Dear Mama before Tupac?
7: Uh, Sort of.
4: Do we have Brian Bailey?
7: No, but I can call him right now.
4: While Shirley is calling Bailey, get your guesses in. How many total points will be scored in the uh, basically the first half? But by the time we get off the air on Pirate Radio Live, we're going to announce our winner at 559. How many points will have been scored in the Bills-Steelers game? So they start at 4.30, an hour and a half of action. How many total points will be on the board? If you are the closest, and we're going to do two winners, you get two tickets to ECU North Texas and lunch for two at Tiebreaker. So get your guesses in. Uh, Chad, Steve are both in. Patrick's in. Kenny, Kendall, get your guesses in. You can hit it on uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, X, or you can call 317-1250. How many total points will be scored in the Steelers-Bills game by the time we get off the air today at 559? Uh, Robert on YouTube says 20. Jack on YouTube says 15. 15 we got Alex Harper helping us out.
0: Working so hard over there.
4: All right, and we've got Brian Bailey on the Pirate Radio live line. Man, um Chandler, did you see the the uniforms uh, SMU was wearing on Saturday, did you noticed? Yeah, them?
0: it was uh, black with and had
4: Oh, I, I want to shout out uh the, the Dallas for uh, getting a big win yeah. this weekend. Uh right here in Menji's Coliseum, Bailey, a big win for Dallas this weekend. Yep. You doing all right, Brian? Doing fine. <laughs> Bailey, when did you know it was over?
5: When did I know it was over? I think, I think I began to think it was over on the pick six right before the half because all of a sudden, you know, three touchdowns is hard enough to come back. Four touchdowns is nearly impossible. Although it's not impossible, but it was pretty close. But it was just it was just a bizarre game and I've told you all fall every time you know, I try to get excited about a cowboy win I would think. No, you gotta get excited when January when they start winning games then and I don't, I don't. I don't. know if they need a new coach. They need a new psychiatrist. I don't know what
4: it is, but you are really big on this mental side of it today. And I give you credit. You you called it since damn September, and it would annoy me because I would want to talk football with you, and you'd be like, "Well, it didn't, it really don't matter till January," and so basically, we've gone an entire season without talking Cowboys football because they had one game that mattered, and they lost it. end of sentence your thoughts
0: Bailey, Bailey you there <laughs> Bailey? oh man uh, I don't think you said anything bad there I
4: didn't I don't know if something happened or what we'll see if we can get him back on if you guys have questions you want me to ask Bailey you can get them in uh, Johnny Stats on Facebook has 13 points for his answer Andrew on YouTube has 24 points. I mean, good God. There's no way he got upset and hung up. Because I didn't even say anything. We can't get him. Well, if my team got their ass kicked like that, I wouldn't want to talk about it. I mean, I understand.
0: Yeah, I understand. But it's part of it. You got to field questions, win or lose. Mike Houston, Mike Schwartz, all these head coaches have to face questions after tough losses. I believe we're getting them back on. Uh, Bailey, you back with us?
5: Yeah, Mike McCarthy's running the phones right
4: now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mike McCarthy, as of this conversation, Bailey, I believe still has a job. Do you think that changes in the next couple days?
5: I don't know. I think it could go either way. Although, I, I, I think that He's only got one more year left on his contract, and I just think that the way that, you know, it's not like they lost a close game or they lost, you know, a a true battle. They they were never in it against a seven seed against a Packer team that defensively was not very good. You know, we we knew offensively they had, you know, they've got a young team and they've got some talent, but defensively they're awful. So the worst it should have been was a 42-41 type game. And it was just, you know, Dan Quinn, I don't know if he checked out and he was he was already counting which uh, job interview he was going to go on, you know, this week, or I don't know. It was just mind-boggling to me that they couldn't do anything.
4: I think if you're Dan Quinn, you give him that many points, you, you're you not allowed to wear your hat backwards anymore. No, I think you, you got to wear it front from this point on. Uh, Bailey, I asked people in the chat if they had questions for you uh, to get them in. That way you can be mad at them and not me. Oh, good. Russ says, uh, Brian, would you rather have Tua or Dak at quarterback? Dak. Huh. All right. Um, wait a minute. Dak during the regular
5: season,
4: Tua in the playoffs. <laughs> Anybody uh, You know, Glenn asked me if I wanted Dak at, like, to be the Washington quarterback, and I said, no. The, this Dak playoff stuff is real. And then I said, wait a minute. I just want to get to the playoffs. So, yeah, give me Dak. At least we'll get there, and then we'll get destroyed uh, once we finally get there. Chad said, is it coaching or players? What needs to change the most, Bailey?
5: I think it's culture that needs to change. I think people have to be held you know, accountable for what happens on the field. You can't have silly penalties. You can't have silly –
4: Uh-oh. What is Mike McCarthy – this is nah, – this ain't real. Is it Mike McCarthy or Jerry Jones? I, think, I
7: don't know if we're having issues with our phone system or not. I think but
4: Bailey's pulling a fast one on us.
7: No, because we were having issues earlier. Um, hang on a minute. Let me see if I can't pick him back up again.
4: We'll try him one more time because I, I need to hear more from Bailey. Do you know what a stat is? <laughs> it is a statistic that you can look at. If you got a question for Brian, get it in. The
0: stats, if, of course,
5: is a statistic you can look at.
4: Yeah, it is. If you want to get in our contest to win two tickets to ECU, North Texas, Wednesday night at MNG's, and lunch for two at tiebreakers, how many total points will be scored in the Bills-Steelers game by the time we get off the air? Once again, that game begins at 4.30. We'll announce our winner at 5.59. Oh, I got a good question to get in too, from Russ. Would you rather have Jerry or Tepper?
7: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man.
4: You know, Dan Snyder's not doing anything now. He could come back. How weird would that be? That'd be great. I would celebrate that day that he bought the Cowboys from Jerry Jones. Um, I think we're hooking up with Bailey. We'll try it one more time. I don't want to keep having to do this and keep having Shirley to call him. All right, Bailey, we'll give it one more shot here
5: man what a great day to have phone problems
4: i know and shirley swears this is not you it's us but i've got questions about it i
5: don't blame you i'm questioning it on
4: the other end all right Uh, question from russ would you rather have jerry jones or david tepper as owner
5: he's a great question jerry jones
4: uh jerry says does bailey think belichick would take the job if offered
5: I think you take the job if offered and, and I, I did not know that the Jones family is very close with, the, with Bill Belichick, so that, I think that's where it's got some legs, but uh, I've been reading about that in the last, you know, last 24 hours, so.
4: And uh, talking to you earlier, you wouldn't be completely thrilled about that, right?
5: Well, I just think, you know, one of, you know, Bill Belichick's 71 years old, so I mean, in one respect, you know, the time is now, you don't have time to mess around, which would be good, but. They just got to find somebody in there to change the culture and and you know all this talk all week long all the talk with all the veterans were like you know we, we understand that you know the clock's ticking we got to come out and you know we're gonna make a we're gonna make a run in these playoffs and not and not only did they not make a run they didn't show up so they got to do something
4: I'm not shocked to hear Belichick and uh, Jones are close I mean there aren't that many people still alive on earth there you know who are who else is he gonna be friends with
5: Wow I'm in that same category pretty soon <laughs>
4: You need to see a win here quick then. You
5: got 81, 71,
4: and I'm 61, so. Uh, Brian Bailey joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line, following just a a shocker because we both said it. Chandler said it earlier in the show. I think everybody's saying it. The Packers are not that good. Like, they – good for them. Young team, got in the playoffs, uh, maybe a year ahead of schedule. I don't think a lot of people had the Packers – Uh, in the playoffs before the season started and they just look dynamite on both sides of the ball and you know what it sets up, Bailey knows because he said it earlier how how bad are the 49ers going to beat this team next week and there he goes, All right, don't call him back he's our only phone guest of the day
0: Uh, Chad Moore says in the YouTube chat he says BB's calls are being intercepted just like Dax passes
4: man Three, Man. three picks during that segment. Jamie says Bill Belichick wants to be the GM. Yeah, him and old Jerry might kill each other.
0: Yeah,
4: of natural causes. Well, that was a dud. We got a little bit of despair from Bailey. The first two answers were really good, really short to tell he was angry. But uh yeah whoever we got Mike McCarthy on the phones and it showed during that segment We'll take another break come back have more for you Pirate Radio Live back with you after this
1: listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by pirate water get ready to party pirates Go to DrinkPirateWater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water, why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at UniversitySportswearENC.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now, let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
4: All right, um, sad news, lost the Pirate over the weekend. Former EC coach Art Baker passing away at the age of 94. He coached the Pirates from 1985 to 1988. Uh, I had never met nor uh, spoke with Art Baker, but I saw a lot of Pirate fans talking about this weekend, so sad to see uh, his passing at the age of 94. Uh, Some other Pirate news. Uh, CJ Johnson, and we had been, we've talked about this, and uh, Holt Ayler's mentioned it as well. Uh, Going to be playing for the DC Defenders in the UFL. Uh, DC uh, made that official today, talking about their uh, roster and uh, naming some of the players and everything. And uh, CJ Johnson, a DC defender in the UFL. We'll have some Pirates to watch in that league, including. Holt Naylor's with the Renegades.
0: And possibly maybe Noah Henderson, Garrett McGinn uh, will be Holt Naylor's teammate.
4: And I saw Warren Saba, previously of the Michigan Panthers, say something about picking off an Aylers pass, so I believe uh, Warren will be part of that as well. We'll, uh, We can get him on the show and talk about it. We like having him and McGinn and all those guys on as guests. Uh, Speaking of guests, great addition of the Brian Bailey Show earlier today at... Uh, noon where he talked to Gavin Williams and Carter Spivey two members of the Cleveland Guardians organization Um, a name that keeps popping up when we talk to these former and current ECU players Uh, Brandon Golden former ECU strength coach um, now I believe doing his own thing uh, in the training world But Gavin Williams brought him up. We've heard some current Pirates bring him up. We will be talking to Brandon coming up Tuesday on the show and talk about his days here at ECU and what athletes uh, he enjoyed working with the most, who he's training now, and everything in between. So he'll join us coming up on Tuesday. On Wednesday, former Pirate Jack Powers will join us on the show and talk about the, uh, the whole Naylor show, NFL playoffs. He's getting ready for his Niners. And speaking of Jack... Uh, the other night while I was watching the Kansas City Miami game, I saw some guys uh, with the long sleeve shirts on out there. I saw some guys going bare armed. That's crazy. Being hardos, toughing it out. So I was like, let me ask some uh, some football players if they would be wearing long sleeves or showing the arms in game in a game like this. Uh, I asked Jack, and he said in the past at Nevada, he went bare arms in a ten degree game. But he said minus 20 to minus 40 wind chill is crazy. Vaseline helps a lot, though. Yeah. So uh, Vaseline, more I mean, on slack. that in a moment. Um, yeah, what does that have to do with? <laughs> I don't think being slick helps you out. No. Okay. Just as long as you know. I asked uh, Bryce Williams what he would do in a game like that. He said, I go sleeves to biceps, but no headgear. What does that mean like no... like Nothing inside the helmet? Yeah. Uh, so he would be toughing it out. I asked Jason Nichols, who will be joining us later. He said, I would have on two pair of sleeves. <laughs> he said, Mama didn't raise no fool. So he would be out there sleeved up. Uh, Terrence Copper, also on the, uh, the Vaseline kick, mentioned Vaseline the other night. Alex, negative uh, 20 to 40 windshield. Are you wearing
2: sleeves, or are you toughing it out and going bare arms? I will unfortunately not be toughing that out. Yeah, that right. is a sleeve mandated event.
4: No doubt. You got anything? The do, do, uh, football players like wear long johns and
2: stuff too. You got anything under the pants? Uh, I mean, let's talk about what's under those pants. What's under okay. your pants? <laughs> I mean, I wear long tights because I don't like my legs touching the ground. All right. All right. I'm just weird about. I don't know. So i always wear a tights even if it's hot but yeah that's cold
0: and then you have the pouch too the, the, huh? you have the pouch that in front of you, uh, you the, the hand warmer? warmer yeah
2: yeah well only when it's cold but i don't wear i don't bring it on the field with me i just have it on the sidelines sports
4: is a weird thing where you have really what well, would be in the real world uncomfortable conversations but like in sports you're like hey how much do you weigh do you like how much you weigh it's like oh yeah i'll weigh this um what are you wearing underneath your pants that's just a normal football question yeah now if i was to ask you those questions or a random like lady in the grocery store I'd,
0: I'd say what yeah get away from me you creep creep
4: Terrence said i would wear long sleeves pull them up to my elbow and a ton of vaseline What's the Vaseline thing? You ever worn Vaseline or use? Vaseline? I don't
2: because I'm I don't want the Vaseline <laughs> on my hands. Well, but neither do receivers. Yeah, but they have gloves on, so they can put the Vaseline on with their hands and then do gloves. Fair enough. But I don't wear gloves, so I don't want Vaseline on my hands when I'm. That could go bad. To, yeah, that ain't good. Are you? Uh, Tyler says the cold weather can't stick to you because you're slick. No, the. Oh, he's talking about the Vaseline. Yeah, the Vaseline like covers your pores, so Jamie your b- says body heat doesn't get in an there. Insulator. Yeah. Okay. That makes a little a uh,
4: little a uh, little bit of sense. Um, Jamie says the same reason you grease your mechanical equipment in the winter, winterize. You got to winterize your body. Interesting. Um. Oh, manual YouTube thirty-one points. If you want a chance to win. Two tickets to ECU North Texas and lunch for two at Tiebreakers tell us how many points, total points, will be scored between the Bills and the Steelers by the time we get off the air today at 5.59er.
0: I love funny um, headshots, and uh, Mike (laughs) Tomlins is kind of funny. Like you saw a ghost. He looks like Adam Gase. (laughs) He's got the eyes. He's got the Adam Gase eyes. Uh, Tyler with a great
2: question. How much can temperature affect the long snap? not i mean your your fingers can get cold and it'll make it pretty difficult but other than that it's i mean it's about mental toughness
4: and you said you know? you'd much rather be in a hot game than a cold game
2: oh not it's not even a question yeah not even a question chandler i noticed you chiming oh. in as the former long snapper yeah. you agree with that
0: yeah absolutely okay. no doubt okay.
2: also cold games us being on the sidelines as much as we are like the birmingham bowl it was pretty cold in Birmingham, and we didn't punt until two. It was like six minutes left in the game, and we hadn't punted all game. So I was standing around a pretty fair yeah. bit. Are you? Uh, were you upset at your teammates for playing so well that day? No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sounds like you're complaining. You're like, no. hey guys,
4: can we get a three and out, please? No, I'll we cold kick
2: over here. No, no, no. We kicked a lot of field goals. I got to play. Oh, okay, all right. But uh, yeah, no, we didn't punt much reminds me of like when philip henry would talk
4: about playing navy and he was a wide receiver and he'd just be standing on the sidelines getting cold body getting like you got to keep yourself loose yeah and all that stuff uh robert says vaseline also helps the wind from affecting your skin grew up working at a ski resort in the northeast all right robert a ski cool, neat story a ski bunny jamie says ball gets hard to hold when it's cold harder yeah a lot of a lot of experts out there great to see Uh, i had a question and i can't find it so we'll move along hour one in the books hour two on the way Ellerby will join us ECU continuing to hit that transfer portal.
0: Yes, sir.
4: Just Not excited. Giving Alex new friends. Alex needed some new friends. I do. And he's going to have some new teammates. We'll uh, we'll dive into that. Oh, it was Randolph. His comment. He said, cold games suck, especially when making tackles. I played in extremely cold weather in Kansas at Fort Riley. Yeah, I saw some of that the other night in the Miami-Kansas City game. You could really see who was in it, and you could see who was cold and would rather be elsewhere.
0: Yeah. Man, Buffalo. That is a crazy scene right there. Right before they went to break.
4: We will be uh, checking out Buffalo and Pittsburgh at 430 if you want a chance to win ECU tickets. How many points will be scored by the time we get off the air today? in that Buffalo and Pittsburgh game. Take a break. Come back. More to go. Power Radio Live after this.
1: listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Greenville Utilities' Neighbor-to-Neighbor Program provides help uh, for those who need temporary assistance. With their utility costs and you can make a difference, your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make a one-time donation. And GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor-to-Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Chandler? Ellerbee? What's sure. going on? Where did,
8: so where, Clip's not here.
7: I was going to say, where did Clip go?
8: He,
0: um... He had an emergency. He oh. had
8: a business meeting. Has,
0: yeah, he had a business meeting to oh. attend to. But he oh. should be back shortly.
8: Okay. Why weren't you ready to host? I thought you wanted to take over. You've been in here for the whole first hour. Why wouldn't you just well, like, you, try, fly the plane?
0: You, I mean, as soon as the music I, started, you had the, the headset on. You were like right there in front of the mic. I was like, he's ready to go. Call um, me
7: well, I mean, What were you doing? While you two are arguing, the plane is going down. You I didn't know, realize that, right? I yeah, I know. Mm. All
0: right, welcome back into the show. Channel Honeycutt here with you alongside Shirley Rose, intern Alex Harper. And now joining us inside Studio A... The owner, founder of Pirate Radio, Jonathan Ellerby. How you doing?
8: Thank you, Chandler. See, that's a way to kind of take over. You've been on the show the whole time, so you kind of like, hey. Act like you've been here before. introduced everybody. Did you say Shirley, Big Dog, everybody, or just Alex? I can't remember. No,
0: I said Shirley, and then I said intern Alex Harper. Okay. And I will give Big Dog a shout out. I didn't know he was in there, so he's in there. The Big Dog. Um, How are you? I'm good. How was your weekend?
8: It was good. Uh, had a had a very productive weekend and uh, enjoyed watching a little NFL football. Yeah, and uh, it was entertaining. So uh, East Carolina basketball, unfortunately, did yeah. not did not go the way we wanted it to go. But uh, all all in all, uh, didn't freeze to death like most people did across it, the country it, it freeze like.
0: to death up in buffalo tonight because uh it, it is still a lot of snow on the
8: ground there Did you peacock it? I did not. Had you watched the game go to a place? Sports bar. You did? Okay. The AJ's. Yeah, I so. did, I did not peacock it. I did not watch any of the I, the only highlights I would see is if I flipped on Twitter and see what was going on.
0: We were talking about like big sports days and we were talking about, you know, going to a bar and watching the game or just sitting at home and watching the game and Clips said he used to be one of those guys that liked to go out to a sports bar and, and watch it. And now he kind of rather stay home. Um, I'm in the I'm at the age now that I want to go out and watch it somewhere. It's, it's really
8: an age thing between you and Clip at this point.
0: Yeah, so there is a little difference there. But I do like going out and watching it at a sports bar with other people. What do you prefer? Do you prefer being in your home? Or yeah,
8: I'm a, I'm a homebody or at a friend's house. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm more of like, a, I kind of enjoy the atmosphere of sitting on the couch. Although like for East Carolina games, I like to be more engaged where I can hear the announcers or whatever. The NFL where I don't really have as much, uh, I could do a little mix of it either, really. I mean, I could go out, grab a bite to eat, watch some of the game and then and then go home but go going to a sports bar and watching a game start to finish probably not going to going to be my 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 get.
0: If you're a Cowboys fan, you didn't want to watch the game at all yesterday.
8: Mm, How yeah. about that? They they got uh, they got throttled. I, and that was a game I had on and I was doing some stuff around my house and I was like, "Oh, Packers are up 7 nothing." No, Cowboys started a little slow. 14 nothing then 27 nothing i was like wow this is that's unusual for an nfl score especially in the playoffs so.
0: and especially when it's a team against uh, like green bay because we were talking about it earlier they're really they're not that good and the cowboys have been amazing at home this year so not just to lose at home but to get throttled at home but you got to remember it's the playoffs Cowboys can't win in the playoffs.
8: Yeah, it is true. Brian Bailey said it best. Uh, they, they needed to win in January. They did not. Uh, the Cowboy fans just have to be scratching their heads being like, what in the world's going on? So, uh, you know what? The beat goes on. All I know right.
0: that. What was the game that you were looking forward to the most over the weekend?
8: Probably, I mean, I really enjoyed just watching the pregame for the Chiefs and the uh, Dolphins just because of the temperature. I didn't really have like a game. I like the Cowboys game, the Cowboys Packers game, because that was going to be what I call primetime, four o'clock Sunday afternoon, uh, you know, for my, 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 cause I go to bed extra, you know, a little bit early cause I get up really early, but uh, you know, that was a good time to watch a game start to finish. But uh, these games today, the Buffalo game is, is, is very intriguing uh, just for the, the weather factor. And uh, I don't think it's. A matchup that's very intriguing between no. the, between the Steelers and the and the Bills, but you saw what happened between the Cowboys and the Packers, that's so you right. can't can't really rule anything out. And then the the late game tonight between the 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 Bucks and the Eagles, zero interest.
0: I mean, there's there's just no way there's going to be a lot of scoring in that in that Bills Steelers game that's coming up here in about uh, thirty minutes. By the way, you have a chance to win a lunch for two at tiebreakers and. A couple of tickets to ECU basketball on Wednesday night against North Texas. All you have to do is put in the chat gang either on Facebook or YouTube and uh, give us the team total by the time that we get off the air later on today. So put your number in if you haven't already done so. So what's your team total by the time we get off the air?
8: The Bills and the Steelers, <laughs> so we're talking maybe a quarter and a half. Mm-hmm. Team total, I'll total, say... Total points between the two teams. Six points.
0: Six points. So like 3-3? Three, three.
8: 6 nothing. 6-0? Six, nothing. There, missed the extra Next point. Missed the extra point in, <laughs> yes. in, in that weather? Six points. Someone will be up 6 to nothing by the time it's 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 all said and done.
0: I really wish Clip would have called in and hosted from the bathroom. That would have been funny.
8: Well, he was on a business meeting. Now you just called him out.
0: That's yeah, fine. That's okay. <laughs> I think a lot of people knew what we were talking about in this situation. Um,
8: what did you think of Pirate basketball? Disappointing.
0: Especially going off of you know two wins, you had a chance to have... Uh, three straight wins for the first time in American ath- a- Athletic Conference play. And um, to do it at home where the Pir- Pirates have been pretty successful this year, uh, SMU was just really good. They just kept, they just weren't able to miss shots.
8: Was SMU that good or was East Carolina that below standard? I think
0: SMU was that good.
8: Okay. And I so mean, if East Carolina was playing at its best this past weekend... It would
0: have been closer than what it was.
8: What? Do you, how do you feel about Wednesday night game?
0: Uh, I think the Pirates can bounce back.
8: Beat the Mean Green?
0: Meet the Mean Green. The first time we'll face North Texas in any sports that I know of because didn't play them in football. So we're finally getting to see them in basketball this time. What do you know about North Texas?
8: I know that uh, Damon West went to North Texas, okay. and was a starting and quarterback. Play football leader. there. Do you know who Damon West is? I do. He's the Coffee uh, Bean. The Coffee Bean, and he got hurt and ended his career. Um, it seems like like the unnecessary roughness movie. Maybe Cliff can remember that. That was kind of based on like North Texas, as yeah. uh, loosely. But uh, I don't know a lot about North Texas other than I think they are in North Dallas. Is yeah. that correct? I have no idea. Is that the area? I don't know much about uh, North Texas. Hey guys. Hey, welcome back from the business meeting. They're in uh, Denton, Texas.
4: Okay. Um, I'm looking it up because I do remember Necessary Roughness, but that team was Texas State, but was but they were wearing green. Were they the mean green? Maybe. Yeah, it seemed like they were the Texas mean,
8: State mean green. But Texas State, of course, is a they're it's in a conference, real U- conference USA. Yeah. Um, what comedian was in uh, Necessary Roughness? Shirley? what comedian what comedian was in necessary roughness who was the star so the
4: quarterback was the uh, quantum leap guy remember? that's why yeah 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 the comedian I was looking for was Sinbad wow <laughs> saw a picture of him um, never would have guessed that couple of things great job guys thank you I tuned in while I was uh, away a moment ago It's great is great just being nice to us or was it really kinda great? nice cause you got off to a bad start Chandler you didn't know who the Chand, host was he didn't want
8: to host yeah. you know
4: you guys gotta communicate before getting yeah, back we get there. I think that was the communication. That's what that's
8: there.
0: on me. I'll put that on me.
4: Um, so a couple of things. You asked uh, Chandler, you said you were disappointed with ECU the other day. hmm I wasn't disappointed. I was disappointed in Brandon Johnson because he's a very good player. Five points. And he had a bad game. Hmm. And he, I We don't see that a lot. He's a much better player than that. Um I was not disappointed because SMU is really good. And they are the best team East Carolina's played so far. And that includes FAU, South Carolina, the SEC schools. They're better than South Carolina? Yeah. SMU is good. I love the way they play, I love the way they press. Um, they are very aggressive. They don't mind taking a quick shot if it's a good shot. Uh, they're good. They're going to, I hope they win enough in this league to make it to the tournament because I could see them winning a game or two. Are they ACC ready? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, as I was leaving, we there was a little pocket of SMU fans uh, that invaded 213 and I hadn't talked to any of them the whole game, but as I was walking out, I turned around and said, hey,
8: now y'all got to do this next year against State and Carolina and Duke. It was funny. I was with my parents at the game, and we we took the elevator up to the to the second floor with uh, and, and and we were riding the elevator with a lady that had an SMU shirt on and, and a little child, and we were like, "Oh, hey, how are you doing?" She was like, "I was like, he's you know really cute, you know, talking to the little kid or whatever." He's like, "Yeah, he's here to watch his daddy coach." <laughs> so, so his dad was uh, one of the SMU coaches. Uh-huh. So and and the the point of my story was, is she asked me where two thirteen was because that's, that's where they were headed to sit. So yeah. they, they had tickets in two thirteen. We saw a they, bunch of SMUers up there. Did they give like is that with the opposing team section up there?
4: It could be when uh,
0: there was another UNCW had a lot of fans up yeah. there. I expect Tulsa, there was a couple of Tulsa. Uh, Woo! <laughs> are you <laughs> the
8: only season ticket holder in two thirteen? And they just fill it up with <laughs> opposing fans. There's from there? a
0: few folks
8: we
4: recognize um, that are there every game. Okay, but that's why my dad likes two
8: thirteen because usually it's uh, you get a little leg room. Well, it's been
0: packed a few times this year
8: based on history of East Carolina I mean it could be the winning section too if they we got Johnny Stats in Shirley with a stat to consider Johnny Stats
4: always bringing it the stats to consider this was the first game under Coach Schwartz where no pirate had more than one assist wow that's a heck of a stat great stat Johnny Stats he's always bringing the big time stats um johnny spoke with olympic gold medalist john koncak saturday (laughs) wait so john koncak was on a usa basketball team was that like before maybe they sent the pros because no way he made it as like an nba guy so i guess he may he went before they uh when they were still sending college kids 1984 Olympics. Yeah, John I was about, wow.
8: When the, the dream team was when they first sent pros, right? And that was in 96? Yeah, 92. 92. So
4: John Koncak, what was he on the radio call, I guess? Uh, because he played at SMU from 81 to 85. I remember the name for the uh, Hawks back in the day.
8: Wow. That name did not register with you me. You don't know that John Koncak? I, I would not have. I mean, if you just said Dominique Wilkins from the Hawks, yes. <laughs> Jamie says uh,
4: Ezra career high Ezra held his own with a tall team Ezra was awesome on Saturday uh, let me pull up his numbers uh, pull up the box score from Saturday Ezra with 25 8 2 blocks mm. only 1 turnover he has had the turnover bug Uh, but only one turnover. Ezra was awesome. Uh, He missed four free throws. RJ missed three free throws. Brandon missed two free throws. What was the total free throw total? Pirates, 16 out of 25. SMU, 12 out of 13. SMU was the much, (coughs) much better team. They are a really good team, but if East Carolina makes a few more free throws and if they could hit anything from three... They made up a lot of points there. SMU had 24 points off three-pointers. We had 6. So That's wh- huge.
8: What do you think cuz I always I always hear a lot of people, not just my parents that complain about it, but that East Carolina never makes any free throws. What what do you think the percentage should be for a bas- college basketball team shooting free throws in a, in like what should it should it be 80%? At least At least so what would you set it at? Well, you're talking
4: about a whole team, so you're gonna yeah. have big men that can't shoot. Yeah. You're gonna have your guards though that need to make
8: eighty plus seventy five. So I'm just, but, I mean, I'm talking about the team stat. So it, over the course of you know, if East Carolina goes, what, what should they? What should the the free throw percentage be?
0: Like eighty seven.
8: Clipper? No, I think I, I don't know. Eighty percent? Are you? Would you be happy if East Carolina shot eighty percent from the free throw line?
4: Uh, yeah, I would be ecstatic. Because right now, they're below 70%. Right. So, okay. yes, I would be
8: ecstatic with 80%. Going up 10% would be huge for this basketball team. Yeah.
4: And, I mean, I, I don't know what it is. Ezra has improved Um, and, you know, missed a few the other day. He was perfect at Temple, six for six. John Koncak was not on the radio call. He was just there with his wife, attending huh. an East Carolina basketball game to watch his alma mater play. So, there you go. Hmm. Kind of like Clip Rock just
8: there attending an East Carolina basketball game.
4: David said, a Stone Cold Steve Austin played football
8: at North Texas. Wow. We we did famous alums in the offseason at North Texas, right?
4: When I think of. north Well, no. They we weren't on our the schedule. They weren't football. on the schedule. Yeah. When I think of North Texas, I think of a pirate, former pirate D
8: lineman they coached at North Texas. Mark Yellock. Mark Yellock. Big Dog's getting excited now that you said Stone Cold Steve Austin went to North Well, he was over here earlier. Look at him. He's like, I I know he is geeked up about 316 over there. He was over here earlier, and I wanted to
4: finish my point before I got to him, and then he rolled away, but now he's rolled back. He's back. We were talking about famous (laughs) North Texas alumni. Yeah, yeah. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. I just saw that. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. He didn't seem like a Texas guy, Uh but then again, I don't know what
8: kind of guy he seems like. Um, Because you think he would be called Brisket. Instead of meatloaf? i be always bringing it here on a Monday. <laughs> Thank you. Do you like meatloaf? I hadn't had meatloaf in a lot, you know. Young me probably did not like meatloaf because meatloaf does not sound very. No, it, it doesn't
4: even look very good.
8: No, but I I w- I, I would be willing to try. Where where you're, can you get a good meatloaf? Well, my
4: wife makes a good meatloaf, mm-hmm. and then there's a they they my wife and daughter told me to pick up some a meal from a place you can go get a meal from. Yeah, they didn't have chicken, but they had the meatloaf, and I was like, "Well, they like meatloaf. I'll get a meatloaf," and they did not like it. So I think. Home-cooked
8: meatloaf is the only way to go. Will you help refresh my memory if you do know what what is in a meatloaf besides meat?
4: I mean, it's mostly, like, ground beef, and there's some sort of, like, ketchup, uh, like some tomato ketchup, paste topping.
6: Right, and then there's—you have, like, peppers and onions inside the You meat. can
4: do that and, th- yeah, throw in some, like, uh, breadcrumbs or something Right, there's a typically
6: yeah. a, a bread component yeah. in there, almost like a dough burger, but like a loaf— version of
8: it okay are you uh, familiar with dough burgers around here i'm not I, no
6: that, it's kind of a kinston thing i almost think it's like a burger version of a dough of a, of a meatloaf
8: all right what do you got glenn Any, anything we got off on a meatloaf tangent No, we, the, we were talking about we talked Te- about food and you were talking about people we were Sorry. talking about
6: north texas folks
8: yeah you got anybody else um
0: mean um, so
6: joe green mean joe green
4: which the name mean green according to steve is
6: in reference to Mean Joe.
4: So, what what came first, Mean Joe Green or the name Mean Green?
6: The well, they they were they were they like the Green Hawks or something? Because
4: they have like an eagle or a hawk or as a yeah. mascot. So when Mean Joe when Mean, Joe mean Green, Joan Green was his wife,
0: <laughs> um, it was North Texas State. And let's see. Uh, the way you
4: you came out like that, I thought you had the information, and not you were just going to read Wikipedia. And, I love that, don't I? And stall.
6: I was going to uh, give you another professional. Okay, because this is going to take Chandler. Scrappy. At least twelve minutes. Scrappy. <laughs> um. And and re- not as famous as Stone Cold, but recently, uh, famous I would say, Kevin Von Erick, the of the Von Ericks. Okay. He played football at North Texas before getting hurt and then going into wrestling. As any famous result. basketball players? Was he players? the Tornado?
8: No, Kerry was the Kerry. Tornado. Gotcha. Any famous basketball players from North Texas? Has North Texas been to the NCAA tournament?
9: Done uh, I, I mean, have they,
8: Do they have... I'm just not... I don't remember filling out brackets. Doc, Dr. Phil. <laughs> Dr. Phil went to North Texas.
4: Wow. Did there he play basketball? He's pretty tall. He is pretty tall. It's
8: they were in the championship of a tournament last year, Ellery. But I'm talking about March Madness. Have they? I don't remember ever... Filling in the bracket no, of, North of Texas. like, I don't remember. Them. They made their last
4: tournament appearance in twenty twenty one. So they are recently. we recently That's in the tournament. It's a lot better than the Pirates. Tim Jankovic coached them recently. The coach of SMU. NCAA tournament results. Not only were they in the tournament, they beat Had a run Purdue. You know what? They're not sick and tired of losing to Purdue. They lost to Nova. Uh yeah, they won the NIT last year. So North
8: Texas won the NIT last year.
4: Yes. Wow. Alcorn State, Sam Houston. They beat Oki State. They beat Wisconsin, and they beat UAB to win the NIT. You know what?
8: East Carolina better have on Wednesday. What's that? Respect. A, respect. a lot of it for this North Texas. <laughs> much team. of it.
6: Great amount of respect for them. Just ton of respect. So much respect. Great respect.
8: Incredible respect. A ton of respect. We've had
6: some new ones to add to that. Right, recently. I- we've had a lot of respect. And and some others
8: because I did not have any respect for North Texas until just now. Well, there you go. Look at the snow. Ellerby, uh, you coming on another segment? or You leaving? I can stay for a minute. All right, let's uh, let's
4: do one more segment. Uh, just about we got a here. guest in here. Yeah, we'll bring in DB. I
6: didn't know if you recognized him. It'd be here.
4: funny if we just didn't acknowledge him
7: <laughs>
4: and never brought him on the show. All right, how many points will be scored? By the time we get off the air today, so kickoff around 430, how many points will be on the scoreboard combined at 559? Give us your number. If you are our winner, we'll have two winners. You'll get two tickets to see ECU and the NIT champion, North Texas Mean Green. It's four tickets. Each winner gets two tickets. No, there's four tickets and lunch for two. Each winner gets four tickets. And lunch for two. And lunch for two, so you can take three people to the game and one person to tiebreakers. You're just gonna have to (laughs) say that's gonna be awkward.
8: You you take four people to the game and then you pick someone else to go to lunch with because you're gonna be tired of hanging out with them on Wednesday.
4: (laughs) If you are closest to the pin, you win. We'll be back, Danny, Bill, back with (laughs) evidence.
1: You're listening to hour two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit CarolinaCaliberCompany.com to shop today. Now back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Bud Light reminds pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates, and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's clip.
4: Put it in, Danny, right now on the air. Darren Dalton. Darren Dalton. Was Darren Dalton an all-star?
3: How do you spell Darren? Does he know that? Darren. Oh there it is. Darren D A U L T. All right, let me put it in. 2%. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's That's what so. us doing? Come on. That's What we're doing. So.
4: Danny Beal is here joining LRB, Sean, Shirley, A Harp, uh and myself, DB. How you doing? Good? How are you guys? Good putting together a strong uh it's called Immaculate Grid, LRB. Yep. yep. Fun little uh brain teaser for sports fans.
8: It looks like it's going well. Yeah, it high, I mean you guys just right, came back in the show, high five.
4: Yeah, that was a great
8: high five. Back in the saddle too. I hadn't I given it. a good high five in a while. Yeah. Looks like it, you like you meshed over your straw high yeah, five. You know, nice it's straw. like it got a little plastic in there. So if he touched my straw,
4: I'd be okay with that. Um Ellerby, y'all last segment mentioned uh peacock a moment ago. Yeah. And I saw a lot of hate for that, a lot of confusion. Um. Did you Peacock? Oh, yeah. I, I watched it. I, uh, did you already have it or did you sign up? Yeah, I had it. Okay. Um, I watch... Uh, How long you had Peacock? Uh, Been a while. Because <laughs> it's not very expensive compared to some of the others. And I like to watch uh, some of the old USA shows, Psych mm, and Monk. Yeah. You can watch those up there. I think I
3: bought it when we played Michigan and then I renewed it the other day. Yeah. So. Yeah. so you got Peacock. I do a peacock,
4: but I, a lot of people were like boycott the peacock or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, I shouldn't say those that word. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Mike Tarico and Ellerby I heard your sleeping habits. You were asleep probably when halftime of the game last night. But he did this little uh, montage. And it talked about all the subscribers, yeah. most streamed event ever, mm-hmm. and it was disgusting. It I find was so mate. hard to believe. I know most streamed well,
8: event ever. Well, Michigan East Carolina was the most streamed. What Big Ten game <laughs> ever?
4: Yeah, yeah keep use. Yeah, a lot of qualifiers. <laughs> but basically, what I got from that puff piece, that NFL patting themselves on the back piece, was get ready to pay for more playoff games. Yeah. It's coming.
3: It's only because of the Swifties too, you know that too.
4: Uh, Saturday wild card on Prime, Saturday night on Peacock. Oh my goodness! Netflix will have one on Sunday. CBS is going to have it on Paramount Plus only now. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, it is that World. is what it's coming to. So, yeah. that, You know, yeah, the, how much feel the, tip,
3: the, like the tipping point is how much could they make on the Super Bowl? Pff, could you imagine? Goodness, that would that would actually be insane because you like think about it. Sports bars would have to pay for it. People are gonna pay for it just because they like football, but
8: because the Super Bowl is like crossover event because they do have like halftime show, right? The halftime, the commercial. I mean, they could double dip if they wanted to. Yeah, Uh, I mean, I'm. How much would you pay for the Super Bowl? There's an unwritten
3: rule for that kind of thing where it's like you don't have to do that. I'm a sucker. I'll I'll pay
4: for like a streaming service now if they go like the route where they're saying. It's pay per view, yeah. Like, no. Even even uh, high, like where it's not just
8: on the service you have to buy. Yeah. You got to pay another forty nine ninety nine, right? So so you would have bought, you would not have paid just for the Chiefs Dolphins game. No, you wouldn't have paid five ninety no. nine no. for the Chiefs Dolphins game. Well, I kind of did, yeah. No, but without anything else, I mean, you got Peacock oh, if Network. If they throw a, if, an if, additional... if it was just five ninety nine to no. watch the Chiefs Dolphins game, would you have paid for it? <laughs> no, you I, got the whole Peacock you're a, Network. You're a liar. You, You are a. There's no way you're not. Six
3: bucks to watch that game?
4: I mean, I would have tried to find it legally. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, It was on pirate radio. I could always listen to it. Right. Um, So you're wavering— Yeah, probably. I mean, but like, out of principle, I would. How much would
3: you pay for a Commander's playoff game? Not that that's ever going to happen. Let's be realistic,
8: but. $4 million. (laughs) All of the
1: money.
3: So, um,
8: if the yeah. Super Bowl was, I mean, or if the if the, if the the Saturday Night Playoff game was nineteen ninety nine, only uh, that's what
4: I was thinking. Like Super Bowl nineteen ninety nine. I usually watch it with a group, so we all kind of chip in, yeah. um, and we do it. We'd feel dirty about it, but you got to do it.
8: But how far off are we from paying for playoffs? Pay per view. It style? just happened. Just happened yesterday. No, I'm talking about pay per view style. That mean, like, where it's just, just happened, you get but, the single event, you well, yeah. don't get the whole whole channel because I could see the next uh five years, ten years. But I do think it's more advantageous for them to tie you into being a peacock subscriber yeah. so you can start consuming the other content mm-hmm. on that on that App or the, whatever. Because then you tell your friends about it, and it's like, hey, don't you don't just get the games; you get all this other stuff
3: too. And then more people will be inclined to buy it. And
4: Robert then, says you have to have Peacock Prime for NFL games. Like they just add on a something. Oh, really? It's going to be no. no it's it's be he's Peacock saying Peacock that's Prime what it's going
3: to be. Yeah, be exactly Prime. <laughs> Prime. Oh, you
4: <laughs> got Peacock. Great. Well, now you have to get Peacock. Yeah, yeah. Prime Plus uh,
8: Extra. Yeah,
0: sports bars are probably liking this though. Yeah, yeah, but they pay a premium. They have to pay right?
8: usually and I don't don't quote me on this, usually sports bars I think they get charged for the NFL ticket by per seat. That they have. So if it's interesting. A, so if it's a hundred and forty seat sports bar, if it's a forty seat sports bar, they pay different prices. It's yeah. not, you know, because uh, obviously there's the number of eyeballs in it. Yeah, they pay
4: out their butt. Or it could and be and
8: square footage, I'm not
4: sure. They but. hope they can make that up obviously throughout the year.
3: It's kind Sundays. of a cool way to do it though, per seat. I mean I guess it's the right way. I guess we can come up with another way, but yeah, that's interesting.
4: Oh man, I forgot about uh I should have we should have gone to AJ's on uh Saturday after the ECU game. They had the Browns uh, fan club. Up oh there. yeah, I bet they were hating life. They're, they were disappointed <laughs> for sure. They were cussing Joe Flacco. Uh, Chandler, why do people keep bringing up your Saturday? What'd you do mm-hmm. on Saturday?
0: I don't know. I went out. I think uh, Chad Moore brought it up. That cornhole tournament was on Sunday. He was asking about the cornhole tournament that I was in.
4: That did, you didn't? I, I know did, he can't did, did we can't talk about know. this, but did you like? Do you have a date or anything? No. I okay. All right. no. And, and even, we, we can't talk about it. No, you
0: can't. And we don't have to. But we did you? Have, <laughs> we don't have to.
4: But you didn't, though? No, I didn't. All right. If you did, would you just say yes or not? We... I would
0: say yes, and then that's it.
4: Okay. All right. All right.
3: Moving on. Danny Bill, what'd you do Sunday? <laughs> whole lot of football, whole lot of baseball. I'm getting ready for the season, but... What's a whole lot of baseball, mean? Just... We actually, well, we had Friday off because of the, you know, the weather and stuff, but we had practice Saturday, practice yesterday, yeah, practice yesterday. Um, but yeah, no, we're getting after we're, uh, we had off today. We had a bunch of like a media day, almost not with you guys, media day, but pictures and uniforms, oh, yeah. like the, yeah. the, where it shows up on the video board and we're flipping a ball or like tapping our glove mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, did that, took a couple pictures. um yeah, no, it was good. We're, we're ready for a full week and then scrimmaging next weekend. Hey, Harp, could you bring the Roku remote in here, please? So we can get some football on.
0: Did they, anybody do anything funny for the video? We had
3: a couple. F- not Well, so it's they had people taking pictures, but they had another guy doing like behind the scenes of like us like laughing or doing like funny yeah. stuff or whatever. We had a group of us playing hacky sack because that's kind of like the pitcher's thing is we'll play hacky sack in the bullpen or wherever yeah. else. Um did football. That. Star and one of the freshmen took one of like the self or the step brothers picture. Step, yeah, step brothers. Um, and I mean, there's other funny moments that you'll probably see in the video if you get a chance to see it on social media. But it's just us making fun of guys because it's it's too easy sometimes. What's the coldest game you've ever played a baseball game? Man, I was thinking about that the other day because of the cheese game. I think it was freshman year at Rhode Island. We opened up with Rhode Island, and I think it was sub twenty at first pitch. It was did you play? Absolutely not. Of course not. Were you freezing? Oh, I, well, that was the only time I've been here that we've had heaters in the dugout too, which should go to show how cold it actually was. But I was, I was did not pitch till Sunday that weekend, and every single game I was just. Did the Pirates win?
8: They swept. Okay, Pirate swept. Yeah. I always tell people that they usually don't ever remember games when it's cold when when your team wins. Yeah,
3: exactly. They only remember the ones where it <laughs> like, either really, really close or
8: you at, lose. Every East Carolina fan will always talk about the Liberty Bowl against Arkansas if they, if they were there, and it I was there, and it was it was freezing cold. I'll talk about the 1997 game at Virginia Tech where I walked up the road Triple T and was covered in white snow by the time I got up there, and <laughs> and, and and it was a freezing game. But I, I can't. Generally, like all my positive memories. I don't remember the weather, you know. Yeah. So I'm excited uh, to see these Bills fans.
4: Do you remember LRB Arizona State coming for the LeClaire Classic? I, don't, I remember when East Carolina played in a regional out at Arizona State. They came here and it was like 16? it was like sleeting. It was like two thousand four or five. I remember being at that game on a Saturday night and it was the coldest game I
8: went to. I do not remember that.
3: I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there's any other games. I we've played a couple of cold ones in Cincinnati. I remember 22. We played. A, that was when JC hit a ball on top of the basketball arena. That game was really really cold.
8: I remember um, when they dedicated the stadium and Coach LeClaire was there, and it was it was a packed house, and everybody wanted to be there. But but it was cold just, that yeah, day. It it, it it was cold uh, on that. All right, Bills Steelers underway.
4: Um, and no score as. Steelers, uh, about to, cross the 50-yard line. Chad says there was a cornhole tournament Sunday, but he saw you on Saturday. Hmm. Did you see him on Saturday?
0: Yes, I ran across to him. Yeah, I I came across Chad. But I told him the cornhole tournament was the next day. Okay.
8: I don't know where the Worst game of telephone on on the planet.
3: Yeah,
0: Yeah. I'm very confused at both of y'all right now.
8: Maybe y'all need to go outside
4: and talk. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right, uh... DB, what's the schedule like for you guys this week? What you doing?
3: We had off today, we had so our media day, whatever. Um, had a meeting this morning and then we went we're going to go practice tomorrow, practice Wednesday, practice Thursday um, and then just kind of take the weekend by storm because we're going to have uh, some, some pictures, face some life hitters before we start scrimmaging next weekend and just kind of get our feet wet back into the groove a little, th- little bit. We'll have midweek bullpens for guys correlated on certain days tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday and then Start throwing live to uh, some guys on, on this weekend.
4: We got a video we need to get out, but I did a uh, a mock um, Austin night mound visit. Oh, God. Where I, I set up the scenario, Yeah. and luckily Cliff wasn't coming out. It was Austin coming out, and he told me basically what he would tell you
3: guys. And we'll put that on social media. Fantastic. But uh, I'd be be curious to hear if this is actually the (laughs) truth or not, because I've had some meetings where they've actually been, hey, like, get your mind off it and it'll tell me a joke or other. It's like, you know, stuff you can't say on air. It'll get into you a little bit.
4: So that's what I was going to ask you, is that does the message vary?
3: Yeah, well, but with Coach G and with AK, too, because there's other times where Coach Shield it'll literally just be like a quick, like, hey, just give me the ball. See, talk, we can talk about this later, or if it's like kind of like a, you're good, whatever. Or if it's purely just, yeah, just not your day, buddy. But there are other times where it's AK. It's like I said, it's it's more like jokey, like hey, look at that hot girl. I think he's never said that, but it's along right. those lines. So when they're
8: it's... coming out there, like what percentage of the time do you know what they're gonna say? to you? Like what's you, you could tell by the look, you, as you know the vibe. Out. Yeah, you, you t- And how much eye contact do you make with do you? When do you want to make eye contact with them?
3: With when it's AK, I'll 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 stare them down because I can kind of like we have a good enough relationship to where i can kind of not, not give it back to him but like understand with him on the same level but with Koshi it's just like just wear it just deal with it yeah do you so you, and you also know
4: how you pitch so you know what's yeah. coming yeah. but are you ever surprised where you think you've sucked and they said hey good good outing it's funny that you say that or I- do you ever uh think you did a great job and they're like danny Get the hell out of there. here!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not in a game. I feel like you can kind of dictate by either the results or the way you pitched. Yeah. Up, whether like in, you know, I feel like everybody will be in agreement on it. But there have been multiple times in a bullpen, even last week, where <laughs> I was like. Yeah, it's all right. And everybody's like, "Dude, you did so good." And I'm like, "All right, cool." Everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, I agree."
0: But Could, do you ever sense him coming out there? Like, can you like be on the mound and say, "If I throw another ball here, he's probably going to
3: absolutely 100." percent You can sense the like situation. Your body senses. Yeah, and I mean, but there have been other times where, like, because Carter Spivey and I was used, Arios used to joke about this, but you'd be looking at the sign, and if you like, there's like an internal clock in your head. It's like all right, it's been like 10 seconds, and it hasn't been a pitch <laughs> put in. He's probably on the way out here. And then half the time, you look up, and he's already past the third baseline. It's like, yeah, here we go. I swear
4: they surely get us the break. We uh they he like waits for the a uh, batter to be announced. Yeah, because well,
3: he's like, he's, Coach, he's got this chart where he's got like a kind of game box score looking thing and he's marking everything off and he clicks his pen. And it's, when you see that, it's like, yeah, you're out of cover.
4: you gone. Yeah. All right. More with DB. We'll uh, close out the hour with him.
8: Ellerby. Yeah, I'm about to bounce. Let DB take over some more uh, mound visit stories. <laughs> All right.
4: We'll talk to you next week. Take a timeout. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. The Steelers did not cross midfield. And have punted it away to the Bills. We'll keep you up to date on that on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard, presented by DeBuck. DeBuck, more to go. Pirate Radio Live after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
4: Back with you. Pirate Radio Live. Alex Harper. Shirley Rhodes. Chandler Honeycutt. And DB, Danny Buell. Couple of questions for Danny. Danny, you played Wichita State. It was cold, and you had no equipment.
3: What happened there?
4: <sighs> that was painful.
3: We did end up having our clothes. Oh, that's right. You had an had issue with the yeah. bats. Uh, that was no bats. We had to kind of figure it out there. We had to use their old bats that were up in their storage or storage units. But we... Um, God, that was what? Three years ago now? We flew into Wichita, and... They had trouble with they had some sort of mix up to where we had none of our stuff like we didn't have any of our balls, bats, catcher's gear, any of that stuff. We just had our carry ons and clothes. That was it.
0: Didn't you go to Durham or Bowie's Creek or somewhere like that? And halfway there, we went to. I
3: think it it was. I think it was last year. We went to. Um, DBAP to play Duke and it was our last two years ago I can't remember but we uh, halfway there I think it was honestly more than halfway there we were probably 15 minutes out. we realized we don't have our bat back so we had to get one of the managers that ended up staying back to come to Durham to bring them to the game we had to use BP with some of their bats which was kind of interesting but we got
4: Steelers defenders arguing with each other because they just gave up a touchdown to Dawson Knox as Josh Allen finds him in the back of the end zone and the Bills take a quick six nothing lead. Uh, P A T pending. Uh, another question, Danny. Do you feel pressure when you see guys warming up when you're in the game pitching? And what is that? do um, Does that enter your mind?
3: I'd be lying if I said I hadn't. Like I wouldn't look down there every once in a while. It's kind of human nature. It's just like just a peek. Um, when you're going pretty good in terms of over like a long period of time like they kind of trust you a little bit more if you're pitching well at that certain juncture whether it's a week long or a couple weeks long you look down there and as opposed to if it were you were just out there to get an opportunity like you throw your first pitch and there's a guy warming up but as opposed to if you're got a little bit of trust and you're one of like a veteran a little bit you walk a guy or two and you look down there and nobody's warming up you kind of have like we're good (laughs) I got another chance right? we're good but yeah I, I, I do that sometimes and I feel like everybody does
4: Yeah, no doubt. Human nature there. Um, Austin Knight talked about, and man, ECU has had a history of Swiss Army knives uh, out of the bullpen. Are you too young for Ryan Williams? you remember him? Yeah, Uh, I do remember him. Pitch for the Cubs, but he would just eat up innings. And and more recently, Garrett Saylor, I think, could be in that category. Uh, But Austin Knight kind of put you in that category when we talked last week that you can go – Short relief, you get a guy. You can go long relief if they need you to start. You can start. So that's uh, a cool
3: role to be in, and it's been a very valuable role uh, for ECU over the years. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where, as versatile as you can be, the better. You know, I mean, I've I've started two games. I've practically started more games just out of the bullpen coming out of the first or second inning and throwing a (laughs) long relief. I've thrown an inning at a time. I've thrown a batter at a time. It's one of those things where if you can, the best ability is is availability. And if whatever role I need to be in, whatever the team needs, I'll, I'll do it. It doesn't really matter. I don't really care if I start. I don't really care if I pitch and relief, whatever they need me to do.
0: Zach Agnes was kind of like that too on the mound. Didn't he start some games? I know he came in and had some big time saves.
3: I don't know if he ever started, but he definitely was a big back end guy. But he was the same way he could pitch in any kind of role, and it wouldn't really matter because he's foul athletic and how good he was. I thought he started the game. Well, I mean, he he was the shortstop. I
4: know. This is a little different, Shane.
3: Look, when we go on the air
4: and we're live, don't bring that up. Bring what up? Wait, are we on right now? Yes. (laughs) This is awkward. Um, (laughs) Danny, now, see, I had a question, and now I forgot it because of you. I'm sorry. Why are you dogging me <laughs> now? Because man, I just what did I do? I expect more out of you. I, I'm sorry that I made a mistake. And I, I forgive you, but now I can't think of what I was going to say. Think, think hard. Buffalo nothing up seven, about. nothing on Pittsburgh. Uh,
3: talking about Zach. Talking about no, it was versatile.
4: before that. That that's what got me off. You're being versatile. Yeah, you are versatile. Um, and it's got something to do with that.
0: Chandler, ask P- a question. Pitching.
4: Ask a question while I think about it.
0: Uh, <laughs> do you expect to get some
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: did you think, say do you expect to get some playing time do you, do you think you'll play this year
3: generally <laughs> I think that's the plan what that's, that's actually play? a good question
0: no like on, do, you, do you already know like if you'll see the mound on Friday oh I, have, I, I, got, it. A, I got it I got it but go ahead
3: answer we'll, we'll talk about preseason or during the season during the season I have no idea it's, it's solely based on I mean
0: with I'm Trey on that Ru- first weekend against Ryder.
3: I would like to pitch on Friday, sure. You good?
0: Yeah. All right. Are, I, are you good?
4: I have grown There's some tension. I have grown to enjoy the closer philosophy we have here. I guess because I I'm so used bit. to major league baseball that and my like baseball should have a closer at the end of the game, but it's just it doesn't work that way. In college, and Austin Knight explained it well the other day. Sometimes the biggest out is in the you know top of the sixth with bases loaded, and you need to bring in your best guy then. Yeah. So that that's that's their thought process. Hey, let's bring in our guy here. Don't worry about it. Let's let's get to the ninth inning, and and you know you you've got an offense there that can. Make up runs as well, but I, I like the philosophy there, which for you guys in the bullpen means you got
3: to be ready at all times because you never know when your number will be called. Yeah, I mean you can't when you can't close the game in the ninth if you blow it in the sixth. Yeah, so it's just one of those things where I think you've seen guys in years past where whether it's Cam Cole, I mean at least since I've been here, it's I mean it's Spivey in twenty two was really good at whatever role it was, whether it was four innings out of the pen, one inning to close it, whatever it was. Cam Colmer, Matt Bridges, Sailor that year, I mean. There's so many guys you can think of that have pitched in certain roles in any form or fashion, in any form of the game, in any time of the year, where it's just you kind of want to be like those guys when you're younger, where it's like, all right, well, they get to pitch a lot, so I want to do that. So I got to kind of form myself into being able to be versatile and be in any role.
4: Danny Beal joining us, Pirate Radio Studios. I uh, mentioned Carter Spivey a couple times. He joined Brian Bailey along with Gavin Williams today on The Brian Bailey Show. Uh, Danny, how about Carter getting the call from the Cleveland Guardians? How cool was that?
3: So cool. I just walked back into the pitching indoor to throw a bullpen. And there was a little bit of swirling about it. I heard his name and the Guardians being mentioned. and I was like, all right, maybe they're just talking about like an opportunity or maybe they're talking about Gavin and somehow Spivey's name's getting brought into it. And then... AK came in there to tell us and I was like no kidding and I texted him later that night and I was like dude you have earned everything you're going to get like I'm so proud of you it's awesome that you even get this opportunity to begin with and all the hard work that you've put in over the past you know year two three it's been it's going to pay off, and hopefully, I get to see him pitch in the big leagues with Gavin. And it's going to be a it's going to be a cool sight to see when it all comes to fruition.
4: You are uh, kind of realistic about your baseball future. Yeah, you don't think you're going to be a top pick in the draft? No,
3: I mean, it'd be, you'd be naive to. But I think there's certainly, in my eyes, I feel like if I pitch to my capabilities and do what I need to do, I feel like there's a chance to play at the next level for sure.
4: That's where I was going to get. I mean, you, you're you know you're schooling and you do well there, but. If given the opportunity, you would continue your
3: baseball career. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. yeah, there's no doubt in my mind I would.
4: And I talked to Spivey about how much fun he had, and, and he talked about it playing with Hoove and uh, playing with Ben Terwilliger the with the yeah. and the y'alls And, you know, some of that is Hoove just extending his career as long as he can. And for Carter, you know, it kind of served as a bridge to bigger things. So, would you play like independent ball if, if that came about?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd certainly consider it. It just depends on the situation, but I think as long as I can keep the cleats on, keep the jersey on, that's the plan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Spivey's told us in the past, he's like, dude, it's it does not it's not as bad as people make it seem playing indie ball. Like, it's still baseball. You're still playing the game you love. It's still a really good time. So. Yeah,
4: and again, having former teammates has got to make it yeah. even cooler. Yeah, no doubt. Keep those glory days going. Uh, Danny Beal joining us. John, do you... <laughs> kind of miss uh you know maybe have you have you thought about trying to get in the UFL maybe Holden could get you an in
0: you could get a tryout if the there if the opportunity is there i'll take it with the renegades yes that would be kind of cool but i need to start snapping then well yeah. alex he'll help me out
4: you helped him out on the video he can help you out how has the uh long snapping game changed over the years Alex, are you still doing things your forefathers
2: like Chandler Honeycutt did? Out there? <laughs> uh, I mean, Chandler's not that much older than me, so I don't think I don't think it's changed that much over time. But I think the thing that's changed for us for our position most particularly is I think kids have gotten so much better because they start younger. But I also yeah. think that goes for most sports, yeah. like like kids are starting going to camps now like 9, 10, 11 Damn. years old like yeah, that's nuts. insane I didn't even start snapping until freshman year of high school so like I don't
4: know No, that's, that's, that's a good point you go ahead and start specializing early which is kind of gross but at the same time it stinks I, yeah. and kid, with those different camps is,
0: it gives these guys a lot more exposure too yeah. and like you said you get started at a young age and then you might see a, a kid like a 2027 20, 20, kid have offers so it's, it's just insane
4: We'll wrap it up, with DB, Danny, Bill Belichick gone, Tom Brady long gone, new Dude. era of the Patriots. How do you feel? What do you
0: think about Mayo? No, I don't. I, the
3: fact. Well, we could talk about this to a in the face. But my initial reaction was I didn't want Bill to leave in the first place. You could tell by the, by the interview that like the breaking up of them was not clean. I didn't like the fact that they took one day to decide it was Gerard. It totally showed that they decided this in the middle of the season, which kind of proved that Bill wanted out. I wish they would have taken a little bit more time. They just wanted to uprise the interview process, not even look at other coaches. I wish they would have taken Vrabel, because Steve's probably going to go with Bill wherever he goes. So you could just make Mayo DC and then have Vrabel coach. And if you want to bring back the McDaniels or keep B.O.B. or whatever it is. But... We're going to need a big draft because this is going nowhere fast and the fan base isn't happy. Mm.
4: That was a bleak outlook for wow. Danny Bill.
3: Danny, thanks for hanging out, man.
4: Good luck. We'll talk to you soon. Of course, guys. We'll Something see you good. next Monday at ECU Baseball Media Day. Is that next Monday? Yeah.
0: Yep, and you're a part of it. Let's go.
4: Yeah. Come on. We'll, Channel and I will come up with some good questions Please. for you.
3: Make it, make it a little spicy because people are just gonna be like, are you ready for this season? Make me like, are we still singing your walkout song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come up with some funny questions. Some sure. Yeah.
4: All right. We'll do. Pressure's on. Take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate radio live. Jason Nichols joins us hour three. We've got a third down. Bills uh with the ball against Pittsburgh up 7-0. More to go after this. Oh!
7: Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. They have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville and online at carolinacalibercompany.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
4: All right, we got a big call coming up, a big review going on. Ball's out. Steelers.
7: I think that was a catch and a fumble.
4: It looked like They called it incomplete on the field. Uh, George Pickens made the catch, got some contact. And if it is a fumble, the Bills are going to be set up with some great field position, already up 7 0 on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubbuck. Dubbuck. All right, Shirley Rhodes here, A Harp, uh, intern Zach in his uh, maiden voyage, checking out things in the background. Chan is here, and Jason Nichols is back with us. Jason, as you said when you walked through the doors, I'll say back to you, <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New we hadn't Year. We to not seen you this year.
9: I know, man. I've been a busy fella here the last few weeks. have you know, been around. But, been around. Uh, good to have you back
4: in the studio. Yes, sir. Talk some football with you. A lot to talk about. Um, we'll start with the NFL because... All three of us are looking for a head coach for our favorite NFL <laughs> team right now. <laughs> That's not a good sign. <laughs> Commanders, Panthers, and uh, and Falcons. So what? Uh, who are you hearing for the Falcons search?
9: Man, Bill Belichick for some reason is the name I keep hearing for the Falcons. And you know, I don't. I, I guess I mean, let's face it. Now we've seen what Bill is without a quarterback.
4: Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's. I'm with name. you. I, I I think you're saying without saying it. I'm not interested
9: in him joining the commanders. N- no. Yeah. Who do you want? Who's on your radar? Who's uh, on my radar? Well, I mean, I think you got to go up and look at the guy with Detroit, right? The offensive yeah. coordinator up there that's that's doing a heck of a job. Yep. I think you got to interview him, uh, Steve Wilkes I think you got to interview him. He's doing a great job out there with San Fran.
0: Man, if he comes back to the division and starts beating the Panthers, I'm going to be so mad.
9: <laughs> well, they still got a chance to get them too. Now, man. I we'll see. Know. I don't know. I don't know. You know. But uh, yeah, that owner. I don't. You know, it's a lot been going on yeah. over there with the Panthers, man. So you know it's a lot out there. I don't. I can't tell you. I mean, Mike Vrabel. I mean, See, you know, why wouldn't you take a guy like that? I mean, because he's in the same scenario. If he has a quarterback, he he's probably still in a job.
4: Yeah, no doubt. Jason, uh, the last uh, Falcons game of the year, wow. you had the blow up at the end with Blank and Dennis Allen apologizing because uh, the Saints players went rogue and got <laughs> Jamal Williams a touchdown. And again, there are so many layers to that. There is the the running up the store the score there's the players kind of going against the coach's wishes and doing their own thing and then the coach coming out afterwards and telling everybody that that's what happened so there's like different parts to it i guess first i'll ask you about the the dennis allen part and everybody i've talked to players or coaches in sports have said they had no problem with dennis allen coming out and saying hey I, they went against what i said Yeah. Okay. um they did have an issue with that happening because it shows that they don't respect him enough to 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 do what he says. But what what was your take on that part of
9: it? Yeah, I didn't see it. I, I kind of tuned the Falcons out down the stretch, Understood. but I <laughs> did see the highlights. I heard about it. Uh, it was crazy. Um, you know, I, I, listen. At the end of the day, uh, those guys go over there and and they got second team guys just like you know anybody else that that. Have, Practice to whatnot, but I think they did it out of a uh, victory formation, right? right? So that was a little bit of a trickery there. So uh, now, if you line up and and you run a normal play and you score on it, so be it. Tip your hat off to him. It it just did show a lot about what Jameis Winston is doing over there, you know, as far as respecting the coach. There's something not right about that as well.
4: Yeah, and uh, I guess Dennis Allen will be back next year. If you're. The Saints? Do you say, all right, James? We can't have that. You got to go. Like, what? Well, what are these postseason uh, exit meetings like right now in that in that room?
9: I'm sure Jameis Winston's going. They're gonna have a conversation with him. Yeah. I mean, he's replaceable. He's a backup. If they can go out there and get another quality veteran backup, they'll probably do that
4: all right we got another touchdown josh allen is hooked up with both of his tight ends here in the first quarter knox got the first one kincaid gets that one and it is 14 to nothing buffalo because they did call that uh that george pickens a catch and fumble so the bills up 14 nothing early we'll stick uh with nfl uh with you here jason uh playoff so far we've had four playoff games played three somewhat blowouts and then uh, a great one last night uh, but biggest topic is the Cowboys yeah. getting there winning the division home game big favorites yeah. and get blasted by the Patriots
9: that was very me, I
4: saw a Patriots logo yeah. by the Packers by the sorry the Packers
9: yeah, that was that was disappointing, man, because I'm I'm starting to buy into that whole Stephen A deal about uh Dak Prescott, it, it, he just can't perform when the game is is too big. Yeah. I mean, you see it, you know, once or twice and say, "Oh, he just had a bad game at a bad moment," but right now, uh I don't know. It looks like when the pressure's on, he's he's not as good of a quarterback.
4: Uh, you think Mike McCarthy is employed by
9: I, Thursday. You know what last last night I said they're gonna they're gonna probably fire that guy yeah but um maybe they're gonna sit down and let you know let the the, the talking minds come together and say hey are, are we doing the right thing are we on the right track you know and, and, and you know, let's face it too um you know, it's just it's a tough decision. But if they talk about winning Super Bowls, I mean, right. you can't win it when you're losing in the first round all the time.
4: It's all it reminds me a little bit of the Ryan Day situation, where he's just winning every game pretty much, except Where's when it matters the most. The most. And yeah. he's too good to fire him. I think that's a little. Di- I don't know if McCarthy's too good to fire him, but he's too good to fire him. But also, you can't truly get behind him because he hadn't taken you. To that, to the next level.
9: Well, it's it's like well, they say where he's he's twelve and five. What the last three years, correct? So he's good enough to get you to the playoffs. Yeah, you can't even have a shot at winning it if you're not in the playoffs. But once you get in the playoffs, he's not able to take you to the next level. Now,
4: maybe the Cowboys hire Belichick as the as a (laughs) playoff head coach.
9: (laughs) Maybe that. Yeah, yeah. McCartney does the regular season and bring Belichick in in the playoffs.
0: There you go. Let's ask Jason the question that we uh, brought up last week. Would you rather your team make the playoffs and lose in the first round or stink all year and get a top five pick?
9: God, that's a good question, man. Um, what pick do the Falcons have? Do you know off the top of your head? I do not. Eight, look eight or up. nine, yeah, somewhere okay. in there. So they got a top ten pick. Um, well, if you're good enough to get into the playoffs, obviously you probably got some good pieces around you, so you're probably not that far off. If you stank it up all year, yeah, you can go out and get a good pick, but does it guarantee you success? You know, That's the thing about draft picks.
4: That's why I said I want to make the playoffs because my team's had plenty of top five picks and we don't have much to show for it, being the commander. So I'd rather get in. Although I said to Chandler, because Chandler said he'd rather have the top five pick, Mm -hmm. I said after sitting back yesterday laughing at the Cowboys and all the text I got and all the fun I had you know it wasn't too bad not being in the playoffs it was kind of it was a fun Sunday for me so I enjoyed that what well, you?
9: well Chandler you guys could have had the first pick he played yesterday <laughs> Yeah, he played uh, pretty darn good too yeah uh, yes what day was it? Was it Saturday or Saturday? Saturday. Okay, yeah. He, man, he was on fire.
4: CJ Stroud, 16 to 21, 274, three touchdowns. Now, some of those were catching runs, but he's done enough this year. He's, he's rookie of the year. No doubt. Nearly offensive player of the year. I mean, he Could has be. been awesome. And uh, and how about the Texans rolling it up? Joe Flacco, two pick sixes. The, mm. Really, backbreakers. The end. magic
9: ran out. Magic ran out. He, he showed his true colors, I guess. <laughs> you know? i hate that
4: i'm already looking ahead like i feel like we're gonna get some bad games next week i hope i'm wrong but i could see the ravens taking it to the texans and i could certainly see the 49ers uh just crushing the packers hope i'm wrong but kind of sets up for uh some games that may not be that attractive
0: I mean, and this was one right here that it's probably going to get bad. They just uh, got another fourth down, had to punt it away. Wow.
4: Steelers punt back to the bing, uh, Bills, already up fourteen nothing. All right. Um, also over the weekend, the Dolphins were not ready to handle that cold. So Jason, I you saw my tweet. I had asked <laughs> several players, and we had uh, Jack Powers, a linebacker, said uh, he would he would load up on Vaseline. He's played in some cold games. Uh, We had Bryce Williams, who said he would go shirt to the biceps, but that's it. Uh, And Jason said, I'm going double undershirt because mama didn't raise no fool. What's that? Do you remember uh, the coldest game you played in, Jason?
9: Wow. I know the coldest one that I've coached in. Uh, Played in probably Cincinnati. I think we went up there one time and it was pretty darn cold. Uh, Never really played in – no, Virginia Tech. We played in a blizzard up there in, in Blackstone. Oh, Ellaby was, yeah, talking, Ellaby was about talking about that about as, that as, as that a earlier. fan. Yeah. yeah, and I'm talking about it, it. the wind was blowing this way, so I was a punt returner. So they could be punting like, from over there, and I lined up way over here because the wind was going to blow it over that <laughs> yeah. way. And and the thing about it was I think prior to that week, the, the previous week, we played down in Miami. So you go from 75 mm. and 80 degrees to a darn blizzard.
4: How'd y'all do in that game? We lost. Yeah. A little too cold that that day. We lost. Uh, Too cold for the Dolphins the other night. Chiefs uh, got going and... Kelsey woke up, but he also still had a few drops. Like he had 70 for 70-something, 70 could have had 11 for 100 and something. Uh, it was uh, Rasheed Rice who had 100 yards, 130 yards and a touchdown for Rice. As uh, that offense got going, the defense has been good pretty much all year, and the Dolphins uh, go out with a whimper,
9: Jason. Yeah, you know, that's been the MO this year, though, right? When you look at their whole body of work they against good teams, they've struggled and versus bad teams they were superior so that's a little bit of a character flaw that's kind of like being a bully um and they got bullied you know that weather out in Kansas City was was the bully itself and and that's the downside of probably that's why you want to get home field advantage if you're the Miami Dolphins right yep, you fight had- for the home field so you don't have to go play in cold weather.
4: Shirley has brought that up a time or two that they had that opportunity against the Bills the yeah. final week of the regular season and squandered it yeah and uh and that's and now that's why buffalo's getting this nice home game right now yeah. uh instead of the dolphins all right um and then what a game last night uh, talking about rookies earlier puka nakua nine catches 181 yards and wow. a touchdown in a loss wow. uh to the lions last night uh, credit to the rams though i i I had them going to the playoffs, Chandler. Did you hear about that? Oh, I picked I did not them know that. before the season. I okay. did. Yeah, I did. Um, but not many people had them there. Good for the Lions though. Uh for their fans to celebrate the first home playoff win ever at Ford Field. They will have another home game next week. Did you see their locker room celebration? dan campbell gave a game ball to uh to brad holmes the gm yes and uh and also to jared Goff, of course because you had those storylines a lot of rams lines crossover but man it was uh really cool to see them celebrate and uh a few tears flowing and you know i, I we all like an underdog story right jason so to see the lines do that at home last night move on they'll get another home game maybe against philly that would be a fun game next week uh but how about detroit's win last night
9: huge um, doesn't surprise. I tell you what that guy right there has done a heck of a job you know because he went into a place that has had a history of losing and it's hard to break that history sometimes because you know players get into certain moments of the game and they say oh this is where it normally goes wrong and and so to go in there and be able to flip that that mindset over over the last three years he's done a heck of a job. And, uh, and I tell you what, man, hes hes he should be Coach of the Year, if not the guy from the Houston Texans. Yeah. You know, one of those guys Jamaica. should be uh, Coach of the Year for sure.
4: Jason Nichols joining us in the Pirate Radio studios. Let's get a break in as we go to break. Charles Askew wants to ask you a question, Chandler. If a kid wants to learn long snapping, where are these camps that you were talking about earlier?
0: Ru- Rubio Rubiolongsnapping.com. So just check him out, Chris Rubio, Alex Harper, I believe, has gone to some of those camps. So, Longstepping.com.
2: Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, everywhere. Two proud Rubio alums
0: ah. right here in the
2: Pirate. No? We can talk about it later. All right. <laughs> Time to go to break. Time to go
4: to break. We'll be back. Uh, talk to Jason Nichols about some college football, coaching carousel, and more when we return Pirate Radio Live after this. Hello.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Orthopedics East and sports medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients of Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All
4: right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Steelers finally got a little something going. Uh, as the first quarter comes to an end, Buffalo fourteen, Pittsburgh zero on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubug. Dubug, a Monday night uh, Monday playoff doubleheader. Uh, you got the Eagles and Bucks coming up tonight. Chandler's lock of the week. Chandler is bullish on the Eagles. 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 You Eagles, you're not worried about how they ended the season. You think they roll tonight? No, this is look a at Jason's out of face. He's like, "Are you serious?" I just want to see what he's going to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, I think it's a new season, and I think I just don't believe in Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. I don't know. I just it's, I it's
4: more about the Bucks than it and is like the they're Eagles They're the least
0: hated team in my division, but I just don't see it happening. I don't see them getting it done tonight against the Eagles.
9: I, I saw too Talk much. To
0: the
5: <laughs>
4: Thank you, <laughs> Jeff.
9: Nadeau. I I've seen too much. Um, like issues with the Eagles I mean, more than anything. And it, the the body language, the A.J. Brown situation, mm-hmm. um, you know, upstanding the quarterback and all that type stuff, man, I mean, it, it's, it's something going on there off the field more so than what's going on on the field.
4: Right. And we talk about it in sports and it's so easy for us to say it, but Jason, you have lived it as a coach and player, the old flip the switch thing. Like, like LeBron can do it in the NBA, but that's a that's a different game than football. You're only right. counting on four other people. Then, mm-hmm. uh, but that I think that's the question for the Eagles: Are we going to just ignore what we've seen the last month and a half and say <laughs> the switch is flipped and they'll be fine? That's you're saying no. You can't ignore that.
9: No, you can't because that's that's just the. You know, that's the adage that they say you can flip the switch. But, man, you you got you are who you are, yeah. you know. And, uh, you know, A.J. Brown is not going to play in this game uh, because of a knee injury, which is, you know, you got to question what's going on there. Because I saw or heard something this week where he deleted all his Philadelphia stuff oh, off what? his uh, uh, Twitter or something yeah, like that. that, Instagram, right? That, that, to me, says I'm angry, I'm upset, you know, it's not going my way, and I'm going to throw a, a fit about it.
4: To Chandler's point, the Eagles might not have to be at their best to beat the Bucks Right. Now it could catch up with them. If they say they sneak by, it'll catch up with them when they go to Detroit and yes. play the Lions. But Chandler's saying that uh, he's not giving any credit to Mayfield and Evans and that Bucks crowd.
0: Yeah. I just They'll be rowdy. Those fans are rowdy. Yeah. Um, and they're just happy to host a playoff game, but
9: I I, I would say this. Here's another Florida team. Getting ready to go up north, so it it might be something with. No, no, no,
4: no. Oh, they're at home. Yeah, Tampa. Oh, they because they won the division. Yeah.
9: Oh, that's right. God dog. Your division. Yes. (laughs) They also
0: looked terrible in their last regular season game against my crappy Panthers. Did they? Yeah. Only scored. Did they bench
9: it? Did they play all their starters, or did they put the other guys on the bench? They had
0: to win that game to win the division. Wow. So
9: yeah, it was like nine to zero. Nine to zero. Yeah.
0: Zero. Zero on
4: zero. zero. Uh, Jason Nichols zero. joined us all year long on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-in Show. The college football season has come to an end. Jason, it came to an end with the same team we saw to start the year—the Michigan Wolverines—winning the championship. And you just use the phrase that you are what you are. They are what they are, and that is uh, they they bully you. They they beat you up front, and we got to see that them
9: run the football uh, against the
4: Washington Huskies.
9: Man, you know what? I was watching that while I was down at the convention, and I thought there in the first quarter that that game was about to be a blowout. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh-oh, this is about to be another ugly game. But give Washington some credit. They hung in there and was able to make something of a game out of that. But, um, yeah, Michigan was real – Impressive. I mean, you know, uh, from start to finish, and they had a lot of adversity that uh, they had to fight through. That tells you a lot about that team character and the fabric of that team and uh, to their credit, man, it was their year. They they would not be denied.
0: And you talked about up front and running the football but they also got the Penix and, and yeah. rattled him and he was missing targets and the receivers were dropping the ball. It just seemed like Washington, like you said, had plenty of chances to stay in that game and win the game, but they just were making a lot of mistakes.
9: Well, you, you just said something and that's what happens when quarterbacks start getting hit because mm-hmm. it even happened in the Alabama game, right? Mm-hmm. They, they oh, sacked man. that guy they got hit him six early. times and yeah. it seemed Seems like Alabama could not fix their protection. Uh, they they made they forced them to slide protect, and that one tackle would go block the guy off the edge, and that backer would slip right in, and they sacked the quarterback like five times doing that. And I was like, "Where's where's the hot throws?" Like, th- you know, like I was so because I'm like, come on, man. I know you got to have an answer to this, and they never did. So, to their credit, man, Michigan did a great job of scouting people, too, because they scored on some places oh, where they caught Alabama in a lot of man coverage, and guess what? They snuck the back out, crossed the formation into the flats, and it was a touchdown.
4: And watching that game, I was not saying this is Nick Saban's last game. I was a little no. surprised at that, uh, Jason. So, uh, my question is, what is Alabama the next five years, ten years? Because we had this discussion and we, we try to tell younger folks that hey, Alabama has not always been what they are. <laughs> like Nick Saban took them into the stratosphere. They were bad to mediocre, you know, years Correct. before that. So can they stay at this level? What do you think they look like the next decade?
9: I, I, I think they're coming back to the pack anyway. Just because of NIL, mm-hmm. uh, that that has even the playing field now. It's not so much more about the recruiting factor as as it is about well, how much can you pay me? And if you get other programs that's willing to pay kids, uh, they're going to get good in a hurry. And I think that um, that might have been part of Nick Saban's deal. I know he didn't. He said he was he didn't want to deal with the NIL and all that type stuff but guess what Nick Saban had a hard time winning in the NFL because it's even in the NFL everybody's <laughs> yeah. even Yeah. but as long as you do a great job of dominating everybody on the recruiting trail at Alabama you're always going to have the number one or two team in the country and so that, that thing's coming back to the pack now and um, I don't know I don't, I don't think they'll be as dominant I just I really don't
4: and you know it's becoming well it's becoming even for the big boys not even for Alabama and East Carolina but if there still is a an advantage and, and there still can be a team to have a, a dynasty, quote unquote, Kirby Smart's got to be licking his chops right now saying, hey guys, I'm around here for a while and we, we got this thing rolling. Come on to Georgia.
9: Well, he picked off one of the top recruiters off that staff and Tavares uh, uh, T-Rob that they took over there with him, Robinson. Hmm. Uh, I thought I heard where the offensive coordinator was going over there as well. Did Boy. I hear that right? Tommy Reese? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if that was just, I read something now that was on the internet. You can't, you right. can't believe everything you see out there. But um, I mean, you know, yes. I mean, it, if, if I'm Georgia, I'm saying this is, we're going to strike while the fire's hot again, you know? And and let's face it now they, I think they got the right coach at Alabama because that guy's been able to win wherever he's been
4: it was a very interesting hire I was t- it's not like one of their own they went kind of outside the family a little bit
9: they did and you know what <coughs> I, it, if you were in the family I don't think you touched that job because if you don't live up to yeah. what he's done I give it three years and you're gonna be fired Yeah. and nine and three and ten and two is not good enough you know <laughs> yeah. so um, you know that that is the deal with that guy. I think he can come in and hopefully, I mean, he he seems to he's done a heck of a job at Washington. He, hopefully, he's going to do the same thing there.
4: Wow, Mason Rudolph throws a pick in the end zone and the Bills get it back. Boy, the Steelers had it second and goal. They were knocking on the door, about to at least get three on the board, and Rudolph throws. A oh pick. man! So fourteen nothing Bills buccaneer music called school board and that's actually that's a really good play but uh what do you think about that one jason
9: can't miss inside on an out route like that it has to be high and outside okay uh good ball skills by that db though because he got a it it was It surprised head... surprising i mean it snuck up on me, yeah so. <laughs> uh
4: so, so good play there jason uh we man we loved having you around the fans did too during our last season um, do you plan to be on the sidelines somewhere next season? I do. Okay. I do. That's still um, in the plans that's for you. Still
9: in the plans. Got some stuff in the works, so we'll see what's gonna happen here this week.
4: All right. If and when that becomes official, we will uh let you know on Pirate Radio social media and uh and pass that along. But yeah, we're we're pulling for you, man. And I appreciate absolutely it. we have uh we've learned a lot about football having <laughs> you this uh this last year. So it's been fun.
9: Well, I appreciate it. I enjoyed coming in. You guys kept me around the sport and definitely around the Pirates and been able to follow those guys for a whole season so it was a pleasure of mine I really enjoyed it
4: and speaking of the Pirates they, they have been putting in the work this offseason which they have had to do uh, bringing in a new offensive coordinator uh, some new staff and now we're starting to see the uh, the transfer portal and the players roll in how about two quarterbacks Jason
9: man I tell you what I, I, Mike Houston and that staff has done a 360 with, with this whole recruiting bit uh, which is impressive alright Um To to go get two quarterbacks, that that is saying we're not going to make that mistake again, right? Right, and and you can't because I mean in this in this profession, man, you if you have a quarterback, you got a chance. If you don't, it doesn't matter how well you play on defense and special teams and all that stuff. It's hard to go and beat people when you can't score points. So. Uh, hats off to those guys man they've done a great job i've seen where they've added a lot of different pieces uh, as far as the receivers and stuff that they've picked up too and um, you know they've done a great job all around to be honest with you
4: Robert says we need a pirate radio collective to keep Jason. <laughs> How much nil money would it ke- take you to come back for another year on the
9: fifth quarter, Jason? On the fifth quarter, uh, I don't know. Uh, it, there's not a dollar amount. I, you know, if if, if
4: twelve I, wings a week, we got that. <laughs> yeah, all right. Now we need some cash money though to throw in there. No, I, I appreciate
9: it. It, it. I'll come back for free if I'm not. Um, if I'm in between like an open week or something, and I come in town or whatnot. I yeah, definitely
4: want to keep in touch with you and talk some football with you, man. No doubt about that. All right, let's get another break in. We'll come back uh, more with Jason Nichols as we watch the Buffalo Bills taking it to the Steelers. was hoping, I just hope tonight's a good game. Give us something to watch. These playoff games have not been great outside of Detroit and L.A., although I'll take a Cowboys 40-point loss any day of the week. That was <laughs> very entertaining to me. More to go, Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back.
7: Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer. With 36 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club. Or you can visit qualityequip.com to find the local location near you. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday you can kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs so you don't miss any of the action. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. Don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway too. That starts at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
4: Alright, the Bills turn the end zone intercept into a Josh Allen 52-yard touchdown run. They could have tackled him. Why didn't they tackle him, Jason? <laughs> uh,
9: it's too cold. <laughs> it's too, too cold.
4: <laughs> Yeah, I've seen a lot of former players talk about that. Like you see who who wants to tackle and who doesn't want to tackle when that, that weather dips. I'm telling you. And we man. saw some examples on that play.
9: Ooh, it it just stings so much more when a helmet hits your hand mm-hmm. or the tip of that ball when you're a receiver and they zipping it in there and I mean it's 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 tough, man. It's it's a big boy weather. How about that
4: ball coming off uh Butker's foot the other night? It just said it, it sounded and looked like a brick. Like it didn't <laughs> right. travel at all really. Uh, but he was able to get him through yeah. for Kansas City.
0: Mahomes' helmet
9: cracking. God. That cracking? I mean, it was a real hole in his head, oh, yeah. too. I was like, man.
4: Jamie says uh, Is it fair that a running back can lower their head? and do a helmet-to-helmet helmet on a defender. A defender cannot do that. Well, there's supposed to be a rule, but I never see it called.
9: It's it's not called a lot on the offense. I might have seen that rule called one time yeah. since they put it into place. Me too, yeah. And I can't even remember what game I was watching when I saw it. But it's just tough because, I mean, as a running back, you're trying to lower your pad level. I mean, you're, you're trying to give them the least surface to hit as you can, you know. And so I don't know. It's not fair.
4: Yeah, to answer but your life's question. Not <laughs> life's not fair. Life's not fair? That is not fair. All right, uh, big lead for the Bills. This one's about over, so uh, hopefully we'll get a good game tonight between the Bucks and the Eagles. Um, Jason, uh, the coaching carousel, boy, sometimes... It happens fast. You see the Alabama Dominoes have already filled in with them getting a coach from Washington. Washington already adding a coach. Taking a little while longer here in the NFL as the playoffs are still going on. Uh, But there's still a lot to be determined uh, with that carousel.
9: Yeah, you know, I was talking to Jonathan before I came in here, and I said, in college football, that carousel is ran by one guy and one guy only. It's Jimmy Sexton. You know, that whole CAA crew Mm -hmm. is running college football all four of those guys that was involved in that Alabama head coaching search were all his clients. So three of them got pay raises and one of them got the job.
4: What percentage do you think is with that particular outfit? It's a lot right oh, yeah. now. Big, it's big. a
9: lot. They're, they're doing a a, a deal. And it, it makes it tougher for guys like media jobs because they're going to use Jimmy Sexton to help fill the void. You know, and a lot of times, you know, um, they're trying, which is smart on their part, because what he's saying is, I'm going to put guys that I represent underneath you, because if they become the next one down the road, guess what? They, they'll they'll still be my client, and I'll still make more money. So when when a guy like Nick Saban retires, guess what? Here's another sexting guy that's going in there.
4: So that, I was looking for a connection to DeBoer, is that his name, in Alabama, and I saw some comments during the show that the, they had the same agent that's the only connection right that's that's the only connection you need <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
9: there you go well, that's the main one that matters
4: well good for sexton i guess sexton uh, is running the world right now and brother. getting uh getting some cash the nfl uh coaching carousel once again because i'd i look i hope my commanders get ben johnson now uh, you mentioned his name early in the process chandler and now i want that guy oh, yeah. i'll take mike Vrabel any day of the week too yeah. uh but those this is going to go on a little longer with a lot of these coaches still in the playoffs, I guess.
9: Well, especially the longer that you know, guys like Detroit who played this this uh, first week. But I saw with other guys who had the open week, they were able to go out and interview. You know, so um,
4: yeah, would they announce that they they yeah? They, I, I was saying a hiring like because I I thought I saw maybe the commanders talked to Ben Johnson this week I don't yes. know if that
9: so they but, probably did
4: yeah would they announce that or or seal the deal or wait till after their season's over
9: <laughs> you know um, I think I've seen it where they have announced the guy But right now, it just gives them more time to interview other guys to make sure that that is the guy that they want to go with, too. And
4: maybe they do like a a handshake thing and Mm. say, hey, when you're done, we'll announce it. We'll announce it, yes. A few minutes after you lose or whatever. Yep. Uh, Steelers already facing another third and long here. Let's see what they got, Jason. They're going to go. Had a lot of guys protecting, and it didn't matter. No, Mason Rudolph is uh having nightmares about this one so far.
0: By the way, um, I don't know if he was on that play, but Linville Joseph still playing. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Wow. So is he with Buffalo right he's now? He's with Buffalo. Okay, we're not 93, he wasn't on that play.
4: Yeah, he's probably not a third and long guy no, at this point. He's probably a stuck. first and yep. 10 type of guy. That'd be great for Linville to get a, another ring. At this point in his career, it sure would be That'd be cool. Got a lot of uh, pirates about to play some po- uh, some professional football. Jason Holdenalers yeah. in the UFL yeah. uh, with the Renegades. C.J. Johnson. Will be with the DC Defender, so starting to see uh, some pirates get some pro opportunities.
9: Yeah, that, that's a great opportunity for those guys to continue and show their their ability. You know, to be able to I, I saw with a guy, um, the returner for the Cowboys, Turpin. Oh yeah, he had a good year. Had a good year, and he had a chance to play in those leagues to show people what he can do. And so for these guys like Holton and CJ, it's a great opportunity to go play football and show people what you can do.
4: In your talks, uh, this. Off season, have you talked to anybody from that league or from the NFL, or has it all been college for you? It's
9: been college for me. Okay. You know, I, I, I want to stick around college. Although the NFL, like I said, man, that, that thing is becoming more interesting. It's just so hard to get into the NFL. You definitely got to have somebody who truly knows you that can get your foot in the door. And then once you can get your foot in the door, then, you know, you just got to go do what you got to do. If you
4: get in there, you can stay in there a while, and it feels like Scotty Montgomery is going to be in there for the next 20, 30 years if he wants to, because his name keeps getting kicked around for for bigger jobs.
9: Well, and, you know, you got to think right now, Ben Johnson, right? He's going to probably get a head job. Well, now he's going to say, okay, who do I want to take with me? So a guy like Scotty could be, I want to come if I'm the coordinator. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So now he can get that coordinator opportunity, and for, NFL is a little bit different than most places because they they will look at guys that. I mean, look at the linebackers coach with the uh, Patriots. He wasn't a coordinator. Yeah, but they named him the head coach, just like uh, Pierce out with the uh, Raiders. He's you know, but it typically takes that opportunity uh-huh. to be a coordinator to get your chance to take over a, a, a job down the road.
4: Uh, Jamie's asking what happens to Eric B. Enemy? Uh, maybe it's a Josh McDaniels situation where he gets a job, loses it, goes back to his old... Uh, could could go back to Kansas
9: City. I, I don't know. Could. I, I mean, you, you've seen that happen before, like yeah. you said, with, with Josh uh, McDaniels, but um, I don't know. I mean, you know, you you know, got. that's why you gotta strike while the iron's hot. And he probably waited a little too long to finally leave the nest. And I get it. He thought he could probably sit there and and get a job. But, um, you know, man, one year you're great and you're a great coach. And the next year it takes one bad season or one bad thing and you can't coach football anymore.
4: And I think it'll still work out for him. But this is not hindsight. I thought it was a weird decision when he made the the move to Washington. I felt like there was way more downside than there was upside.
9: Well, I think if you sat there for the last three or four or five years that he's been the coordinator there at Kansas City and you've won a Super Bowl and everybody's saying you need to call it, you know, that's their excuse for not hiring you. Eventually you say, okay, well, maybe I got to go call this thing. And, you know, sometimes you don't get to pick the the right situation. You just got to pick the situation that presents itself to you. And, um, and that's where he had to do. I mean, you know, if you gonna bet on anybody, you got to bet on yourself. You got to believe in what you're able to do. Because uh, if you don't believe in you, nobody else will.
4: Yeah. And again, I mean, he, he'll he'll be a coordinator at the least somewhere. He oh, will. Yeah, he, he knows
9: so. football. He's shown that he's been able to take a mediocre quarterback and at least make him, you know, pretty respectable out there on Sundays. But here again, it's what else does he have around him?
4: You know? Yeah. Yeah. Jason Nichols joining us, Pyre Radio Studios. Shirley, we'll get our last break in. Go ahead and get that in. Uh, we've got to uh, to crown our winner, too. So by the end of the show, we'll see how many total points we have in this Bills Steelers game, and somebody will be a big winner. Alex has all the uh... – Alex, can you run down what people have real quick for us, please? See who's close right now. Do you right want now.
2: all of them or just the people who are closest?
4: Uh, run them all down real quick. Just say their name and their number.
2: Kenny got 21. Kendall 14. He's looking good right
4: now. Kendall's in trouble.
2: Patrick 9. Nope. You're beat Steve 39. That's probably not going to happen. Need some work. Chad with 17. Nope. Robert with 20. Nope. Jack with 15. No. Johnny Stats with 13. No. Andrew 14. No. Uh, Emmanuel with 32. Okay. Patrick with 23. Ooh kenny with seven and i'll also add ellerby with six
4: (laughs) all right kenny wait did kenny say two twice (laughs) kenny
0: said seven
2: who was uh who had the 21 also a kenny (laughs) i was told to put kenny down twice okay all right kenny
4: might be cheating (laughs) uh we do have two separate prizes uh who's the one with 23 23. That is Patrick. All right, Patrick looking for a field goal here. Or if it stays at 21, he and Kenny would be our winners. Uh, still 404 4 left to go in the first half. Let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Pirate Radio live here on a Monday. Another <laughs> big play by the Bills. Back with you after this.
6: Your mom came out with just a towel on.
3: I can tell she likes me.
1: listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back
7: and uh, the Dow was, uh, or the stock market rather, as a whole was closed today due to the MLK holiday. However, they'll open up tomorrow for the Dow down 118 points at 37,592. The NASDAQ will open tomorrow at uh, up two points at 14,972. And the S&P will be uh, down three at 4,783. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report for a personal look into investing called Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC. Now back to the show.
4: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We had a blocked field goal. Steelers uh, set up in a position to score again. We'll see what happens this time. Uh, Steve said he had 21 for his answer. And I'm looking at the YouTube, and now I see that. Do you not remember earlier? He, he had like 39.
0: I swear, because you said, uh, yeah. Yeah. We thought he was confused.
4: But I see 21. So go ahead and write Steve 21, because I do see it in the chat. Well, okay. Alex very reluctant to do that. Um, Did I tell you Andrew twenty four? I don't remember saying that, but that is also in this chat. I was told Andrew fourteen. What is going on? My goodness! Wait, is that a Facebook or YouTube? YouTube.
2: Are, can people, like, edit their responses on YouTube? You can. You can? I, I don't know if you, you can, can do it. I don't know if you can do it during live chat, but you can edit your comments and stuff.
4: Oh, man. Is oh, there no, dude. Is going on? Uh-oh. Oh. I, I don't know how to handle this.
2: Because
4: <laughs> things are getting a little bit fishy. I don't know what to do anymore. Let's call it Wait. a wash and make Wait. it an NIL deal. What do you got, Chandler?
0: Kenny Kenny did say 21, but then he said seven later.
4: Y'all, why can't y'all just follow the damn rules? Steve said I misunderstood, so now I guess he deleted his other uh, post. What are we doing? Why can't y'all just, why can't we just have a fair game here, guys? (laughs) Everybody these days has to cheat and skirt around the rules and not pay attention and not listen my goodness gracious all right anyway he's second and four i don't know what we're gonna do now
0: first person to call
2: no y'all man how about the first person to follow me on twitter because pyre radio doesn't even follow me on twitter (laughs) by the way (laughs) wow that is pretty low shirley can you rectify Uh, that real quick please can you please follow uh alex he's done a great job i I thought it was like misremembering and i'll i went home last night and double checked fire radio is not following me on twitter
4: well Pyre radio is like a, a building and a,
2: it's not a person it's a brand <laughs> this is a brand
4: <laughs> all right alex you, your first day was last monday right correct don't yeah. it feel like he's been here for like three months i know it does feel that he's way he's running the show he's been uh, a part of the show he's doing the job uh, Andrew said 24 at 320. I saw that, Andrew. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to you, I guess. You, I guess I'll give it to you and Steve. You are following me?
7: Yes, we are following you. See, look, it says following.
2: Yeah, now it does. It's you... just
0: like
7: these Well, answers. I don't know who did it because <laughs> like I looked it up. up.
0: Maybe it was Big Dog.
2: Maybe
7: yeah. Big Dog jumped the gun and got it before I had a chance to fix it.
4: Uh, let's see Buffalo up 21 nothing alright Jason uh, appreciate you joining us man What's uh, we'll talk about your next move when it happens but okay. we're wishing you the best of luck I appreciate uh, with that uh, quick early look at next week so not all the playoff uh, games are set yet but we do know that we get Texans, Ravens, Packers Niners what road team what underdog has the best chance to win out of those
9: give them to me again
4: Texans at Baltimore mm-hmm. and Packers at Niners
9: God I don't think <laughs> either one of those got a chance um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Texans uh, if yeah, I go yeah. with anybody that that kid's been playing well down yeah.
4: there the Niners seem like they are they're the team this year yeah. I don't know I feel that way alright as we wrap it up
2: we're stuck on 21 Clip, you guys are a bit behind. The Steelers just scored a touchdown.
7: <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so right.
2: it is twenty-eight. Oh wow! No, 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 well,
7: twenty-one-seven. Well, yeah, Not, excuse uh, me, well, twenty-one-six. Yeah, so the, the total uh, score.
2: Yeah. So Assuming they kick the extra point. Snap, yes. hold, yes. kick. Good. Good. All right, so, so 28. twenty-eight.
4: So that means Emmanuel, with his thirty-one wins, right? There it is. We got yeah, two he winners. Yeah, he's four away.
2: Okay. Uh, Is Patrick next closest? 28? He's five away.
0: No.
4: Wait,
2: what? Patrick has 23. Okay. So that's five away. It might be Patrick and Emmanuel.
4: No, Andrew did say 24. We're giving that to him? We're going to give it to him. Okay. All right. Andrew Hegwer and Patrick. Was Patrick on
2: Facebook or YouTube? Patrick was on Facebook. Okay.
4: Patrick Davis. Wait 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 wait! Did I not give you a manual? Didn't he have like thirty one or something?
2: Yeah, that's why I said a manual. He has thirty two. Okay, so he wins. Emmanuel wins, yes. And Andrew
4: wins. Correct. All right, sorry, Patrick, you're out. Emmanuel and Andrew, brutal, come pick up your tickets on Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, for ECU men's basketball and lunch for two at Tiebreakers. We'll never have a contest at Pirate Radio ever again after today. (laughs) Oh, we can do it. We just got to do it in a better way. We got to clean it up. Jason, thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate it, John, see you tomorrow. Hi, brother. Good job, Ahart. Shirley Rhodes. We'll see you fine, folks. Tuesday, 3 o'clock, All new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Charles, take us home.
2: Have a great night, Eastern
4: Carolina.
1: Have a great night. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.